Horizon's too high, it's dark on my side. Check, check, check. Hello. I forgot my hat. Welcome, welcome, everybody. To a special, another amazing, great, fantastic edition. Let's pop this up here of the Spick and Span Show. Let me put my hat back on. Here it is. Now I'm ready. So <clears throat> I apologize that this is not the background that everybody is used to and usually ready for. Um, I'm so stoked for so many reasons. I'm stoked. Uh, now give me a minute while I collect myself and I jump around here from topic to topic. But um, I'm still out in Florida because once you win World Cup, I mean, I know I did it last year, but um, you know, what you're supposed to do is you go to Disneyland. And because I had the family out here um, and this was such a big, big win, I obviously had to take young Sloan out to Disney World for a first time. We did the Animal Kingdom today. We did Disney World, the actual the world and by the way please study some sort of YouTube video or map or like really really do your homework before you adventure out on what you're supposed to be doing because it's not Disneyland it's not all combined into one place anyway so um, we did all of that and I'll tell you one thing winning World Cup the toll it takes on your body is pretty great but uh, Two days of Disney will definitely trump um, what the toll it takes on your body. Because uh, today, I, when I woke up this morning, my knees were sore, my back was sore. Everything was, was more achy than it was uh, um, ever before. To answer your question, uh, Jonas, the water actually, to be completely honest, I think they did something different. They did something new and different to the water. And it's actually a lot better than it's been in the past. So big, uh, big props to Orlando. Also, uh, Alex Fragy is not going to be joining us on the show today because we have two other guests. Well, one other guest is going to be Kyle. We're phoning in a friend right now here in a second. The other guest, um, which is usually Mr. Alex Fragy, but I did make this emoji for his birthday and we didn't use it. So um, uh, I wanted to make sure we pop that sucker up there right now. And um, uh, uh, <laughs> Dalton... We are going to make a Sleepy Kyle emoji. Um, we'll have that coming for next week. But Kyle is, uh, is cued and ready to jump in here for the show. Just a quick rundown on what we got going on. Obviously, we're going to talk about World Cup. We're going to talk about how exciting it is to win back-to-back -back twice and then back-to-back -back events, season, series, all that stuff. Uh, we've got rings here uh, up here. We're also going to talk a little bit about the Champions Club, Bong, which we have a logo for right there. Uh, we've got some Spick and Span merch, Bing, if you're at World Cup, sorry um, uh, for those of you guys who were there and I said the stuff was going to be at the booth, but it wasn't because uh, we had a lot of stuff going on. We were winning an event. But um, real quick, the Champions Club is almost sold out. Uh, it is an exclusive membership. And... Uh, we are launching it in, well, we launched it now, uh, launched it Saturday and signups started coming in and you know, 
we did a pre, it's a prepay program, so you got to pay for the first three months starting January, February, March. Uh, the reason is because we need to order all your stuff, jackets, shirts, uh, hats. We want to make sure we know your size. Um, but with that said, we ended up winning World Cup, and they gave us one extra set of series champion and uh, World Cup rings. So we've got one extra set of rings. So we decided we're going to launch uh, the delivery part of the uh, Champions Club one month early. So originally it starts, you're going to get your first Champions Club uh, experience stuff starting in January. We're going to be doing the Intel session. We're going to be doing the giveaway and someone's going to win a signature series force. You're going to be able to design your very own force. Uh, one of you members are going to be uh, eligible to win that. Now, what I suggested is because we have an extra set of rings, what are we going to do with these? Uh, we're either going to give them to one of the Spick and Span viewers or uh, my idea was uh, let's give this to one of the Champions Club members because we know that the Champions Club members are going to be with us. Actually, have probably been with us for a long time. But um, even more is that we really appreciate everybody, all of our fans, no matter who you guys are. And... Uh, Rather than delivering the first grand prize experience, so that we have four grand prize experiences uh, lined up. First is the Signature Series Force, which you're gonna, someone's going to win January. Then we're going to do a head-to-toe gear sponsorship from San Diego Dynasty. Then you're going to come to someone's going to win a practice session with Dynasty. We're going to fly you out. You're going to hang out at either Victory or Capital Edge and join us for practice. And then the final great experience will be coming to World Cup with San Diego Dynasty. So. Uh, we'll be covering all your expenses. You're going to fly out. You're going to be a part of the team for the weekend. Um, we might put you to work a little bit. Uh, maybe if you wanted to sit in VIP, you could do that too. But it'll be a World Cup experience with Dynasty. That's the fourth one. So the first one we're going to do actually is uh, I'm going to give away both of these rings. Uh, not today, uh, but these are going to go to a Champions Club uh, member. <coughs> um these are going to uh, be, sorry, I'm just now reading the comments, guys. Um, these are going to go towards a uh, Champions Club member. So if you are already a Champions Club member, uh, if you join before the end of the month or before we sell out, uh, you're going to be in the drawing to win both of these rings. And the reason that we feel that you guys deserve these rings, just like we do, is just the same as we deserve the rings. You know, you guys have been with us for more than likely a long time uh, since the beginning. And uh, this is a really cool memento. And again, we have an extra set of them. Uh, we made sure our coaching staff, our pit crew staff, everybody, um, and if you are part of our pit crew staff, you will most likely be getting one of these in the mail as well. So Steve, uh, we got a set of these things for you and Chris as well. But um, uh, we want to offer that exclusive uh, prize to everybody who supports us. So if you are a member of the Champions Club, which just was released and it's almost sold out. Uh, <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> I feel you, man. I know you mean, I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, but yeah, join now, dynastypaintball.com to learn more about the Champions Club or watch the last, um, the last Spick and Span show to get a little bit more information about the Champions Club. Uh, and yes, Kyle Spick has actually already joined, so he's he's a member too. He's been a longtime fan. Remember, he, his uh, on his wall when he grew up was a poster of uh, of Rand Short and and all the rest of Dynasty. So he's already joined the club. So maybe he'll win these club these rings too. Um, and then on the episode, I'm gonna call Kyle here in 
two seconds, he's going to get on here. And uh, <laughs> as you can see, he's already in the chat, chat screen. Um, Dalton Gilbert, I want to give a huge shout out. Let me, uh, let me hit the air horn real quick for Dalton Gilbert. Because Dalton Gilbert is donating a Hormesis headband. I believe it is one of the Dragonfly Pollinator Series headbands to the show today. So that is going to be given away on the show today. You have to be a member to be signed up. Um, he wants it to be cutthroat, so I have to uh, probably oblige to that. But don't worry if you're not uh, um, fancy on the cutthroat thing. I know a lot of people aren't. I know if you're absolutely watching the show, you are a fan of the cutthroat. Um, but uh, don't worry about it if you're, you're just a, a, a member of the show. We have other giveaways going on today as well. So I want to make sure that everybody's happy here, there, and everywhere. So uh, I'm going to call Kyle right now. Let's see, where is he? There he is. Kyle, here it comes. What I didn't do is I didn't plan for... Oh, yeah, we're good. We're good. Maybe. There we go. I can scoot back. Where is he? There he is. All yeah, right. mute this, I think. Yeah, mute, mute the other side. All right, so here's Kyle. Let me let me get rid of Alex's ugly, I mean, beautiful face here. <laughs> All right, there he is. He's actually home. He got to go home. Um, I'm uh, I'm out here. I'm out here <coughs> battling the the elements here and shout out to steve segovia um, i'm just now reading all of the uh it was like a glare and i it was on your side but i'm like trying to adjust mine <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> is it is it fixed are we uh, are we uh yeah i think it's good let me see all right i think it's uh yeah is it on you or is That's it on pretty me? good there we go there we go there we go how's everything look we sounding good we got, does, uh... yeah all right dude you're loud let me turn you down i'm loud yeah no you're good you're good um, there's a, I was a little worried because there's, um, they're building the patio out there. So I shut all the windows, but it's not too loud right now. Oh, we got a new patio coming in. Oh, you haven't, you haven't, uh, you didn't get to see any of that, huh? No, 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 no. I just, uh, I just got a text message saying that our door was open and we had dogs in the house. Look how, look how nice it looks. Let's see. Oh, wow. They're, like, it's a full new patio. Yeah. And they're, they're doing, redoing everything. They didn't even, you they know, didn't even funny, move the tables. Funny story. They, uh, the guy who was, I talked to him today. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, the guy that is uh, building it, he's like, I don't know whoever built this thing, but it was about to collapse in the middle. Yeah. He's like, I had to reinforce it. <laughs> I, be I believe it. I mean, we're we're dealing with the, our landlord's not, uh, not, the, not the most... Um, She's a little cheap. That's yeah, nice how, yeah. How, how best to put that, but... You know, it's funny. The dogs heard you talking, and they started, like, running around the house. Hey, watch this. Is Rose next to you? Uh, no, she's sleeping. <laughs> but the other dog is down here. Yeah, Sloan, Sloan misses the dogs today. Sloan says, she goes, I want to go home and see Rose. <laughs> um, uh... So she's 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 ready to go home. We actually we fly home tomorrow morning. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we were tackling business actually or uh, Disney. We actually saw uh, Shane Howe today. Shane Howe's out here at uh, at the at the world. He's he's experiencing. He's got two kids. So yeah. I can't imagine uh, how 
how hectic that is. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, let's uh let's start talking a little bit of World Cup. Let's recap the whole deal here. Um, let's obviously let's talk. So you guys had finally had Bart. Oh, actually, wait. What I want to point out is uh, is JC. How did uh, JC? Yeah. JC is an animal. Yeah, he didn't practice at all till Wednesday. Yeah. I watched him I watched him play. Um and I talked to Bart a little bit about it and dude he's really good. Still. Dude, it's like a anomaly that he was a didn't practice at all cuz he he just had a kid. Um, yeah. Maverick, which is such a cool name. Uh and so he luckily was able to still come to the tournament. Um but just like balled out, like yeah. not getting played. You know, what's funny though is uh, Nick. When we practiced, um, Nick Laval called him on on his phone on Facetime mm-hmm. and put the phone up in the uh, like that big yeah, know, the over the field in the tower. Yeah, um, and I think he was talking to Vic while Vic was filming the practice. But he sat there for three hours and watched all the games. So he got like a good idea of of how the field was playing. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine that though? Like. Hey, this is how the field works. Now, I mean, he was playing. The, I will say, arguably, like that that Dorito side was, as long as you can make Dorito one, it was the was one of the easier Dorito sides to ever play because you didn't really have to check anybody off. And if everybody were to like rewind the webcast or like see an overview of the field, nobody ever looked at the Dorito side. Like my my whole our our game plan was never to be like, hey, we need someone looking over there. You know, there was nothing stopping the Dorito side except for that. Those two wedges. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was uh, it, it was crazy, too. And you saw it a lot of times. Did my screen go out? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're, um, uh-oh. I think that's on your end. It very well could be. Um, no, I'm good. You're, you're still, you're paused. Now you're playing. Yeah, I think I'm good now. Let me see. I think we're good. Huh. No, you're, 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 black, you're, you're blurry on my screen now. It keeps going in and out. Huh. I'm, uh, well, you keep talking. Maybe it'll, okay. pop, it'll pop back up. I don't, know why, um, I don't know why it's blurry. It just has a pause in front of it, but there's no connection s- s- issues. Stream health is healthy. Oh, I see. I have to leave this, I have to leave this box open. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, you keep, you keep moving. Well, I just minimized it. Oh, yeah. I got to yeah, leave yeah. it open. Oh, there you are. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that um, Dorito side was wild. And I actually brought up um, – because we – Mouse and I commentated with Maddie your guys' game against Infamous uh-huh. and uh, Heat vs. X-Factor. Um, and we were talking about it. I was like, I think it was like maybe – out of like six points, three of those points were one team had four bodies or it was a five on three and the down body team just broke through either the Dorito side or the snake side. Like one yeah. of them was that, that, um, two on four, I believe it was with Marcelo maybe. And uh, me. I, I, yeah. And then you blew through the snake side and you got two kills and then like Marcelo got a kill off of it. I don't know if it was a four on three or something, but yeah. you were constantly seeing that. Um, on, on this field, which was which was really cool, and it, what I, one thing I was saying up there was like that's why communication was it's obviously really important, but 
it was so vital on this field for the team that was up bodies to get across really quick how many people had died and mm-hmm. had got shot because the team that was down bodies they realized it right away and they were able to f- to find the hole and mm-hmm. that's the team that was like coming back and winning those down body points um while the other team still thought they were playing like an even body situation so i thought that was a, a really cool aspect of the field and you saw it tons of times mm-hmm. uh happening on sunday especially yeah, you know, and it was funny. Alex kept saying, well, because Alex missed practice also, but he was there just on the uh, the one day, you know. Um, he, he was just there on the Saturday we played Uprising. We had a, a, a relatively lousy practice. We did well against Uprising the first day. Um, but uh, he left, and then he had his birthday, and he was down down and wherever, and then he came back, and he was like, this is how you got to play the field. You got to blah, 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 And he was just telling, telling everybody. Marcelo was in, like, a huge... He was super depressed. I mean, you remember that about yeah. uh, about how practice went. But um, uh, he was like, you just got to make moves. And I was kind of watching it, and I'm like, man, the, the center is so wide open. And I knew that move from the corner, you could distract people and kind of go into that, that god money spot and then yeah. turn the corner because everybody's trying to hold you in that corner. You put one guy in and make a move there, and that Dorito side has no corner to hold you in. So that wide out up and up and out route um, works so well over there. And the only thing that can stop you on that Dorito side, really, is if there's a guy in the 50 Dorito or the 40 Dorito looking straight ahead, or if there's somebody in one of those two wedges, like, dedicated your way. Like, Meter did a really good job of slowing it down. Um, the Uprising, I don't know. I'll tell you what, David Ramirez did a fantastic job in that, that can, which I'll count, yeah. which is the worst spot to play. Luckily for me, I got to play that can a lot, uh, and I got to play, well, I had to play, I played... The number two on the snake side from the middle. I played up the middle. I played the back center. I played that can. I played the number one on the Dorito side. I played the tower on the Dorito side. I played uh, the number one on the snake side a couple of times yeah. on accident. I had to play every single spot as the number one, two, and three, uh, which is cool because you get playing time, but then you're like, I was in the finals, like, I'm going to go up to this tower in the 50. I've done it twice. It worked once, you know, like, yeah, just roll yeah. the dice on this one. It didn't work that time. But, yeah. um, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a whole lot of uh, reps in, in any of the positions. But, you, like, and, and this, is, this is the best part about it, right? I mean, it's, Dalton getting hurt was, was tragic. It was awful. Um, and, and it sucks. And, and we're, we're, we're pulling for Dalton to have the, the, a speedy recovery. It happened at your guys' practice. But we had a pretty rough practice, especially on Sunday, against you guys. Um, Marcelo was like pretty down the whole time. Yeah, he, was like, he was like he was like frustrated. You know, nothing was really working. And he's like, "Dude, why aren't you guys worried? Like, this this is it's not going right." You know, and I'm like, "Dude, don't worry about it. It's, things are gonna work out. Like, just be positive. Let's figure it out." Oh, by the way, Marcelo, you got to fill in for Dalton. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he was like super confident about his move making. You know, because Dalton or Dalton and him were splitting points over on that number one spot. And look at that! Lo and behold, Marcelo plays the number one. Uh, Arturo also played a, had a had a fantastic. This is his best event uh, of the year for sure because he excelled and he had to play both the number one on the Rio side and the Snake side and up the middle. Um, yeah. But uh, but Marcelo really rose to the occasion, being put into that position, and we talk about that a lot, right? Yeah. About like, dude, you don't have very many opportunities. You know, obviously tell your coach where you're the best. Like, where 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 should I play? You know, and yeah. then we're like, don't always say I can play anywhere. Obviously, Marcelo can play anywhere. I can play anywhere. 
you'll you'll go you'll play anywhere. Um, but you want to be like, dude, this is where I'm the most confident, comfortable, and this is uh, this is where I should play. And uh, um, Marcelo, obviously, with the with the golden barrel, splitting it with Blake, which I think that was that was uh, that was a, that was a good split because it was really hard. Maddie tried to make us make the choice. Um, but uh, I get. I think if I had to make a choice, I think that's right. Uh, but I would. I would give it to Blake. Yeah, Blake. Just I thought... because of how dynamic that position that he played was, <laughs> and how consistent. And I, I think the one uh, was a point where he went from the that first can on the Dorito side mm-hmm. into the second one because, dude, I don't know what the hell, like Billy Bernaccia had fucking force field around him right all of sunday right like running and shooting to the snake and like no offense to billy but it did not look accurate like i could see his gun bouncing and i was like dude how is no one no one could shoot him we couldn't shoot him once like you shoot him like Fedorov tried to shoot at him mishka tried to shoot him no one was shooting him but blake made a really really intelligent move to go from that first can to the second can one game to shoot him crawling into the snake too which uh-huh. I thought was was uh, pretty incredible, and then I think there was another time too. I think Blake caught all the way up to that, um, like fifty brick as well, to to get a shot on Billy. Another point. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. So got- so the thing was like with me or whoever went up to that uh, that that center forty wedge. We were calling it the monster. Some people are calling it the command center, and yeah. the guy going to that can. Uh, shooting across, you guys both know kind of what's going on on either side of the field. That can yep. once someone makes it out wide on the snake side from that can, that can's awful. The only person I saw it play it that was able to actually play it was David Ramirez, and he was in, nearly impossible to get out of that stupid goddamn can. Even at the yeah. end, of, end of the end of everything, he would just stand up in there and just stop everything. I played that thing. I got shot in the back from both sides. Every time I shot it, I like was in there. Um, at the end of a game, trying to stave off like a long, po- uh, a long point. Yeah. So Blake and I had kind of like come to the agreement that if it was nobody made it out wide on the snake side, I would either switch and go over and try to turn the field, or go up to that center tower and lock it down. But if they did make it, I'd be like Blake, just go up, go up into the hundreds, which we would call it, which is the next can or the or the the wedge, and you lock off the Dorito side, and then I'll switch and go that way and deal with the snake side. So we, yeah. had a, we had a really good set of communication, which you talked about a little bit earlier. Like, we had a really good uh, line of communication between those two positions and be like, if this, then that. If this, then that. Like, if a guy made it wide over here, just get the, get the hell out of that can. That was, like, the, the, almost the bunker of death. Um, and then it was funny, uh, in the finals, the only time I think Blake went, like, up into their, wet, uh, up into their wedge the entire tournament was in the finals on, like, point four or five, when it was, like, a... We were even on points, or we were up by one, or something like that. Uh, he went in there, and I was like, he shot Billy, and I could see it in his body language. He shot him, and then he was like, shit, what do I do now? You know? Yeah. Uh, and I was like, Blake, don't move. They don't know where you are. They don't know you're there. I was trying to tell him to do that. And he, then yeah. he started wiling out, and then Colt, Colt came up. Um, I shot Colt when he was coming to get him, and then yeah. Colt switches hands and shoots at me, misses me, hits the bunker, sprays all over me, and then goes, you cheated me. And I was like, what the fuck? Jesus. He was like he was like bunkering him. I was looking at him. I was just t- roasting him, and then he switches hands, blindly fires some shots at me, and then uh, um, uh, and then tries to call me a cheater on the next point as we're walking out. That was yeah. Funny. People forgot about that bunker. I actually yeah. got up to that bunker um, when we were coming back. We were uh, trying to 
mount a comeback against oh. X Factor. They were, uh, Dave was like, you're in the back center. You're shooting the Rudo side and then just go up. And I ended up found myself into that uh, that tall center tower mm-hmm. in the, at the 50. And I, I bounced Archie off his headband, but I could see Tom Guest running behind him and he had no idea that I was there. So if I that shot would have broke on Archie, then I might have picked him up mm-hmm. and then we mm-hmm. could have maybe mount a little comeback on the Dorito side. Um, but yeah, that was, people forgot about that bunker. Yeah. You know what? Speaking of stepping up, uh, let's give a quick shout out to Tom Guest. Who, yeah. That's who else I was going to say about dude, David Ramirez. It's dude, like Tom Guest, who aftermath let go like what, a year or two ago. And he's just been kind of playing paintball here and there. I've seen, cause I follow him on Instagram, you know, he's playing paintball here and there. Dude yeah. gets picked up by X factor. What? Two weeks ago, I think maybe three weeks ago. And, uh, dude, he played phenomenal. Like, I saw him save yeah. a bunch of points, pull a bunch of points out. Dude, he's playing t- tenacious. Uh, and then we always have, we obviously have to give a shout-out to your boy, Be Short. <laughs> I don't know how, how that happened. Like, I mean, I don't know if everyone in here knows, but he just was, like, there for some of the matches, you know, because he's coaching another team. Like, I, you know, it's funny. I actually... Uh, I texted Dalton and Brandon earlier today. I was like, so is that the move? You just don't play for a year and then come play and win World Cup? Like, what the hell, guys? Yeah, can I do that? I know. It was wild. Um, into, you know, <laughs> going in, into that, uh, I forget, someone asked, like, what do we think about our, our performance? Like, obviously, yeah. um, you know, it's it's a bummer for us, uh, especially, you know, it was like a, a double whammy to not, you know, obviously we want to win that event, but two, like losing our, our series title too. So it was like, that was a, a hard one to swallow, but, um, you know, the preparation that we put into it, like I did three days of practice the first weekend and then four days of practice. The second weekend, we got like an extra slot, um, on Wednesday in the morning for just us off, like by ourselves before we even went into our two hour slot. Um, so like, you know, it is kind of, it is kind of tough when you go put in a ton of work um to you know perform and then you get like you get, get knocked out early like that so uh it it was definitely um you know a little heartbreaking for us uh and deflating in a sense um you know like especially when v short's just going out there and skinny's putting him in uh every other point and you know hasn't played in a year yeah, so. yeah he hasn't played in three years yeah, he last I think uh, the last tournament was three years ago. He said, and "We're like what?" And he played with us on Saturday before, like a weekend one, and he was gonna come out on Sunday. Except he said he was on Saturday. He's like, "There's no way I can't even. I can barely walk right now. I'm done. I'll yeah. see you guys. See you guys in a year." Is what he said. And then we're like, "Dude, Dalton got hurt on Sunday. He went into the he went to the back of the office. He grabbed a blank jersey. <laughs> he he was already coming out to coach a team." He missed two of the prelim matches because he was coaching another team. He played one, played another one. He played practice with us, showed up to that a little late. And he was like, he, he was joking the whole weekend. He goes, dude, this is like, this is like uh, uh, paintball the ride, like experience paintball the ride at Universal Studios. Like, he's like, I bought my ticket. doesn't get any better than this. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's funny too. I, 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 talking to a bunch of people, like, you know, pros and whatnot on that Sunday, like I'd say the majority of people thought uh, X Factor was was stronger just by you know watching mm-hmm. them play and those those really uh, 
tough matches between Heat that they won out of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's funny because I was like, yeah, but, you know, Dynasty Dynasty has Dynasty Magic, and it is World Cup. It's like, so I, it was, you know, it was cool to see that um, you guys take it again. A lot of those guys are our friends, so it's got to suck, you know, getting, losing again twice in a row in that situation when <laughs> they, you know, seemed, seemed like they were in a pretty strong position to take it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I felt bad, too, when I was shaking it. Well, it didn't feel bad. I mean, obviously, we won, but, like, yeah, yeah. like, shaking And we're going to talk a little bit. I know a lot of people want to know about the rainy the rainy situation. We're going to talk about that, but we're going to call our guest right after this. But, yeah, you like, shaking Alex Martinez's hand at the end after we just shook his hand at the last event because, we you know, we beat them in the finals in Chicago. Uh, and then, obviously, World Cup the year before, he's like, God, you guys. This is what he said. He's like, you guys, you know, like, shaking his head. How do you keep doing it? Uh, yeah, I think Alex said something at our, at our dinner that night. He's like, "Dude, I don't know how we keep doing it, you know." <laughs> but yeah, that's it. You know, it is someone steps up every time. Like if it was me, if, if it was me last year, uh, and Mar- Marcelo in the finals, and Tyler in the finals last year, uh, and then if it was uh, Alex, Alex of all people, you know, last um, not of all people of uh, at the last event, and, and then Yarber obviously was really close in, in Chicago, but uh, Marcelo. You know he's been he's been he's been thirsty he's been wanting one of those gold bar- barrels forever you know and he stepped up I had I had uh, arguably one of the worst finals I've ever had you know I was playing great I felt well I was playing well the entire event and then all of a sudden the finals came along and I I just uh, I was out there with a catcher's mitt grabbing, <laughs> grabbing every single but Mike came in would have hit me with a clipboard fifteen times yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the fifteen points we played um, but hey let's uh, let's call our guest you know who it is oh I told you. Uh, I think so, yeah. yeah. Oh, and some a couple of you guys are saying Yurina. That's who else I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Super consistent. Dude. Super consistent. Yeah, we're, we'll talk about we'll talk about Mikey because Mikey's been. I mean, we, I, t- I told him. I told a couple of people. Do Mikey's Mikey's like, if you were to look at one of your stonks that you uh, that you uh, <laughs> that you uh, that you follow, Mikey is one yeah. of those. My, Mikey is like one of those high powered stonks that like. You know, he was here for a long time, and then he got on Dynasty and went like this, and then now it's like a parabolic rise with his, yeah. with his talent level. Dude, he's playing so well. I watched him because I walked off a lot of times shrugging my shoulders and shaking my head, looking at the ground going, God damn it, what am I doing? Yeah. I look over, and then I just see Mikey pop over something or do one of these things or one of those things, and next thing you know, um, uh, he, he he gets a, you know, he wins the point for us. Uh, he won a yeah. crucial one-on-one, and... Um, yeah, it was it, it was just uh, it was just awesome. You know, it was. It so was, you got bunkered too, because I also uh, Matt Jackson bunkered me in the center wing. I watched that. I watched that go down. Yeah, yeah. I watched that go down. You guys were down by like two or three points, and you needed a quick point, and Matt Jackson ran up and bunkered you. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, is that guy in our snake? Like, <laughs> I remember I talked to you. Uh, I talked to you about that. I was like, who, uh, you got shot in the back of that. You're like, dude, I thought someone was in our snake. No, I think he tripped over a ref or something crazy. Like something, something happened. Um, and no, Orlando, the, the surprise guess is not rainy, but I wish it actually were. Um, we'll you know, about- I got, I, uh, I'm sure we're going to do eating terrible things next week, but yes. I was at Trader Joe's and I saw these and I was like, oh man, maybe these are going to be really hot. Ghost pepper potato chips. Dude, that's insane that you even bought those. I bought them and then I, I was like, I'm gonna try it before the show and they're actually not that hot and they're really good. So I guess I was like, I'm not even gonna try to front on that one. <laughs> these I actually bought these also and these are these might be worse. 
these pick, dill pickle chips. These these might be a more terrible thing. So if you want to know, um, it is it is now officially the cheat cheat month here for for Kyle, Kyle Spicka. Season's over. <laughs> season's over. So it was his yeah, uh, I got, breakfast, I did lunch, eat, and dinner. I did still eat rice, chicken, and vegetables, but I got I loaded up on the potato chips. <laughs> All right, here. Let me. I, I have to hang up on you and then do a do a dual call. So I'll call you right back. Okay. All right. Um, so I'm gonna make a quick call here to uh, two people. Bingo, bango. One, two, and uh, the phone is calling. I wish it showed their numbers here right now. Um, so real quick, I want to thank everybody. I'm gonna give a quick, uh, quick, warm, warm air horn welcome. Uh, boom! There he is. There's number one. Hey, Maddie. Top of the evening to you. Top of the evening. Let me move this. Let me move this light really quickly. Um, I'm 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 getting blown out here with this thing. Uh, so our special guest, everybody, welcome. Just in case you haven't heard his voice enough over the weekend, I didn't. I didn't get to watch any games, but. Uh, <laughs> Welcome, Maddie Marshall from Go Sports, who got to watch every single game. So is the uh, is is obviously got all the info for everybody. But um, Maddie, I'm not sure if you were watching a little bit about the sh- uh, of, of the show earlier here. Um, we were just talking about uh, a little bit about the event, quick wrap up, um, talking about how well a like a couple of the guys like uh, JC who didn't practice at all came in and just running the Dorites. Uh, Brandon Short also practiced for one day coaching a team played two prelim matches and then just destroyed everybody alex Frazier still continued playing incredibly well um another one was uh, was tom guest from previously from aftermath picked up by x factor came in after a hiatus crushing it um i uh, colt roberts colt roberts oh, yeah. also yeah colt that's right colt played incredibly Dude. well he was impossible to get around he was a bane in my pain in my ass <laughs> Yeah, he. W- I mean, considering that he hasn't really played all that much mm-hmm. since COVID hit, and uh, and then he I come to practice occasionally out here, and then and then kind of flirt with coming back, and then they finally got him back. But I was just, I agree with all of, all of the picks of the guys that you had brought up. I was very impressed with Tom Guest. Uh, <clears throat> Tom Guest was a beast out there. Um, he. It was kind of funny though. It, the very first game he did do. He did get shot a little bit in the beginning um, of their first game, but then he just kind of picked it right back up and had no problems. And I talked to Rainey after that. I was like, hey, you know, Tom, look, he's, you know, he, in his second game, he started to dial things in because Rainey only played, I think, what, one one or two points in their first, like, three matches. He came in when they were down 3-0. Um, I think that was match two. Yeah, so they uh, Uprising goes up 3-0, to zero, and then Rainey comes out and plays the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, in which they score, but yeah, Tom Guest was amazing. But he did start out a little nervous, but then Rainey was like, "Yeah, dude, I mean, he was just a little bit nervous." And I went and talked to him. I'm like, "Bro, you're gonna watch me go out there. I'm gonna play in the back center. I'm gonna shoot a guy on the break, and you're gonna come in here, and you're just ten, ten times more athletic than me right now. So just don't even worry about it, bro. Just like let's just get this done." And, sure, and Tom was outstanding. He just kept getting better and yeah. better and better and more confident as the tournament went on. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, having Tom and uh, and Colt play as well as he did. Um, really earned a nod on that starting five because if you look at their performance at the last event when they didn't have Colt and they still got to the finals yet again, um, this is becoming quite the rivalry between the three of you. 
but uh, or between the two of you. But uh, yeah, it was it was really impressive. Colt and Tom were um, were really really good. And uh, I mean, I could continue to go down and talk about the X Factor stuff, but this is your guys' show, so you tell me what you want to talk about. Dude, we're, what are you talking about? We want to. I I didn't get to. I Maddie. I saw you, like I said, I texted you, I said, I saw you like four or five times, I walked by you, I tapped you on the <laughs> shoulder a couple times, I waved over someone's head once, uh, albeit, you know, if Kyle and I are waving over anybody's head, you probably can't see our faces, but uh, mm-hmm. we were trying to get a hold of you, and I just, you know, I, I haven't been able to talk to you uh, since, you know, for a, for a minute, since we did our interview in the garage at my house, so... Uh, what do I want to talk to you about? Anything, really. <laughs> but let's talk about the well, Cup. You know, I'm down. I just, uh, <laughs> you know, it was, it was, it was definitely funny because I would all see this dude. This cup was crazy. It was it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was uh, great. It this, was this, really, this is good. amazing. Everyone always likes, everyone always likes talking about vibes, but it was a, it was a really good vibe. It, they had the way they had kind of like uh, that beer area surrounded by all of the, um, like in the central spot. And I didn't get over there much. I could only get over there at the end or occasionally, I think, one in, once in the four days, I was able to poke my head over there during lunch just because it's just so crazy busy for us over there. We barely ever have any breaks. But but then uh, we would be over, you know, because we we're on the stand side. But any time I came down, you know, for five minutes just to piss or try to crush some food and there would just be tons of awesome people around. It was really cool, man. It was it was a really – saw people from the guys from Europe all, again. It was like a reunion from some of the old guys, saw Mr. You. It was, yeah. it was awesome, dude. Yeah. This, yeah, this, it was really this, cool. This really was a good this – was, this was a really great uh, World Cup, absolutely. Um, uh, and, so and you had to pick – you got only get one pick for the MVP for the finals. Finals MVP, who would it be? To be I honest, said my pick. To be going back, I mean, I went back and rewatched the games and took notes because, uh, you know, we're working on – you know, the four Sundays doc and I just knew when Brian had hit me up so I wanted to kind of keep it fresh because as I'm watching it happen it's and then a little bit different when I go back and rewatch it sometimes I'll have to watch a game a bunch of times but so now I've seen it twice once live and uh kind of took notes um I do think that overall that throughout the weekend and this was we had said this during the live show was that it was so impressive to me for the dynasty as a team to see how good um everyone played man i mean because was given given was getting getting a, a, some certain guys certain reps so i mean ryan played almost every single point uh marcella played almost every single point blake played almost every single point so to me the fact that they, that those three guys played i mean i i would have to give almost every single point it seemed like um and then alex would get spins and then mike would get spins and yosh would get spins and brandon would get spins um but those guys rotated a little bit more. And so, I mean, if you're talking just specifically finals MVP, um, I mean, I don't know. It's it, it, between between Mikey, between Mike and then Blake and, and, uh, and Marcelo. But the problem is, is that Mikey didn't play all the points. Yeah. And so, you know, he had he had a really big point where he had a clutch three pack mm-hmm. um, that there was. And that was in, you know, kind of an important moment. Um, because if you look at how that that uh, how it went, you know, Dynasty took the early lead, it's two one Dynasty, and then X Factor comes back, and uh, and it goes all the way to four to two, um, and then but but also you know like Ryan, you were shitting on yourself about how bad you played in the finals, but you 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 had like a moment in um, 
when it was four to two. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for you having, I think, a three pack in that specific yeah. point, then who knows? Maybe shit is way different. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I don't think you deserve the finals MVP. But it, <laughs> but it, and, and, when, and when I was kind of thinking about it and we were having to decide if we just had to give one. Um, and I had, you know, as I, you know, throw stuff out there sometimes into the wind while we're doing the show uh, and people will hit me back up like in, with Alex. And this was a little bit different because I was, you know, uh, it, it, that one was a little bit different. I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, we have to make shit entertaining. So we're talking about stuff and I'm like, well, what about this guy? And what about that guy? I mean, it was definitely looking like it was going to be Alex, but I just got barraded mostly by other pro players that were just like, it's Alex for sure. Eggs, fresh eggs. It's Alex. Alex really? is the MVP. This was, at, this was at the last event, not oh, this last one. event. Yeah, at, yeah, yeah. at the last event. Definitely not at this event. But this one, <laughs> I, and it wasn't really pro, it wasn't pro players. Um, a couple pro players here or there, but it wasn't, I mean, it was more confusing on this one. But I had fans, uh, when I look, went back and looked later, not at the moment. And, you know, some people were like, oh, it should be Marcelo 100%. You know, if he didn't do what he was doing on the D side, then you guys, they don't win. And then other people was like, no, it's Blake 100%. You know, so there was a decent amount of people that both thought Blake and Marcelo should have got it. We've never given two MVPs away before, um, but I think it was deserved. I mean, going back and kind of looking at it, I mean, it, for finals specifically, honestly, that shit, it makes it even harder. Because mm -hmm. if you look at Diamond... We're losing you, Maddie. ...the future. Um, do you guys still have me? Yeah, we got you now. Yeah, yeah you still have me? You're back, you're back. Right, look at it, my wife. All right. Um, is that, uh, is, yeah, I mean, it, so, you know, Marcelo had a clutch performance in the finals. Blake had a clutch performance in the finals. Uh, Vic had a, a point or two that were huge. Ryan, like I just said, that one was four on two, arguably the most important moment in the game because um, that's when you guys started your, your update, uh, or sorry, your, uh, your, your comeback. Um, and then you guys, and then it went blow for blow, you know, after that, it was like four, three, then four, four, then you guys took the lead, then five, five, six, five, set five. And then, I mean, that was a really, really entertaining game. And I've never had a harder time calling an MVP ever for overall MVP. And I've, and even now, even after going back and watching it again, cause I was watching it thinking like, all right, if I had to do it again, if we had to do the finals MVP, who would it be? I'm still having a hard time, Kyle. I really am, bro. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, because again, did you watch it? Have you watched it again? Like, have you, cause I, I have, literally took notes. I could, I could walk you through every single move that happened in the game right now. Uh, I haven't watched it I, again, a second time. No, but I did, I did watch it on the webcast. We left the field. I, I haven't, I haven't watched either one. I haven't watched it again. Um, I, I would do want to watch the whole, the whole weekend again, because obviously it's, it was a, it was a great time, but I've been, I've been, uh, been stuck behind the, uh, the Disney I've been stuck within within Disney's realms and their grasp, so um, that's going to happen for me a little later. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, what cave are you in right now, dude? You look like you're in a cave. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm actually. He's in the I'm, bathroom. I'm in, yeah, <laughs> I'm in the bathroom at at the at the Magic Kingdom right now. The fireworks are about to go off. We got to. He gotta, hit the toilet back. with his jersey and gun. <laughs> <laughs> I brought the backpack in. Somehow I was able to get this in. Um, no, I'm, I'm still out here in Florida. I actually drove by the, I drive by the venue uh, every day to go to the Magical Kingdom. Um, if anybody knew how much uh, that headband is that's wrapped around the stroller that we just keep leaving in stroller check, uh, they would have picked. They would pay off their whole entire uh, vacation if they just walked by. I'm like, well, I don't know. We should leave this here. No one knows what that is. <laughs> like a, I mean that, uh, but to go with what you're saying, why it's so hard? That just 
shows you the magnitude of how this this field layout was such a team oriented game like it wasn't just one person that could go the field was so balanced yeah like you could blow through the middle and the snake side and the dorito side but it's not like you were able to do that every single point so you needed all the pieces yeah and, and it was and kind of i felt that that's why you guys were looking so dangerous kind of to start kyle um because that's impact strength is that full court press of aggression um yeah. and because you guys have 10 really good players it, it is kind of a feeding frenzy for playtime so when you guys get your spins you know you need to make the most of them and that causes guys to be proactive because you know dave's looking for guys to be playing the field the proper way the position the proper way and if there's any sort of hesitation well you know then the other superstar is going to get in there and he's going to get more spins so and i thought you played great you personally i thought had some really good spins in the prelims and then you know i think you guys just hit x factor on a hot one because they, if you look at, at X Factor's run, um, starting with their last game of the prelims against Heat, uh, and I remember looking at that that side of the bracket, and I was like, and I'll talk about why I think. But if you your guys' side of the bracket, remember so the Russians are, you know, not as potent as they once were. I don't, no disrespect to the new guys they had this year, and. You know, I thought Waring played admirably. I mean, they were sec- they were second after the first two events. And they made another Sunday. They did, you know, and he wasn't there at the third event. But and um, and you know, Sergey and Smotrov and and Bernikov are legends and superstars, and they held the line as much as they did. But other than them, you know, he and he murdered him. But in the in the quarterfinals, but I was like, dude, you got Impact uh, uh, X Factor Heat, and then the Russians. And that being said, just the fact that those dudes are on that team, you never know what the hell those guys could do on a Sunday. Yeah. So. You know, if he sleeps, maybe yeah. they do somehow make it to the corners. But I looked at that and I was like, man, I, I think whoever makes it at that side of the bracket will be the favorite. Look at every single one of Dynasty's games. I mean, they weren't like Ryan. You guys weren't beating the shit out of people for the most part. I mean, there was a couple games that were a little bit better than others as far as the spread was concerned. But uh-huh. you guys had to scrap. You know, yeah. you guys had to scrap. Yeah, you know? you're you're right, Maddie. But like. Looking back on the points that we lost, even in that X-Factor match, you know, like, looking back on the points that we lost, it was, like, stupid. But one of the X-Factor points in the finals, we were up 5-on-2, we lost or something. Meter came down. Billy came down. Um, uh, even even in all those other matches prior to that, like, we were up on bodies. We were in control. It was just, like, honestly, oh, yeah. we felt out of – and I think that that goes for everybody, right? Everybody had that same kind of scenario, and everybody could say the exact same thing and make those excuses. But man, we should have been blowing teams out a little bit better than or beating teams a little bit better. And then even aftermath, right? Aftermath, our aftermath match came way too close when they scored like that quick thirty second point or like a twenty something second point. I'm like, dude, what the? You know? Um, uh, I was even worried on that X Factor match in the six seconds. I was like, oh great, you know? Like, what's gonna happen? Because yeah. that's how that 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 field seemed. Is like anybody who needed to score a quick point. They yeah. scored it, uh, which is also I, honestly and like kind of going back to touch on what you were saying is, a when I see the bracket like kind of unwind the way it does, I'm like, oh yes, like I hope that Heat neck and Impact lose this so that we can a we don't have to play either one of those guys, but b like we win the series. Uh, all we have to do is it's in our control. But um, I thought that uh, the Russians, I honestly was like, dude, the Russians are gonna, they have a chance of beating Heat, like because look, they still have arguably, like, three of the top ten players in the entire world play on that team, you know? Um, 
And even like we saying, Warren was playing really well. Like they have a strong roster, and it was early in the morning. They were fresh. Like granted, if they're playing deep into Sunday or like at the long, long matches, those dudes get worn out. But like I had, I was, I was expecting those the Russians to play a lot better than they well, did. I, I think that the issue is is that as you know, you guys have played on teams where you are, you know, I mean, look at when you guys, I mean, whatever, whatever, just pick whatever European team you ever played on. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, I've been in this spot before, but you go over and you know that if you don't do it, then it's probably potentially not going to get done. And I think that that unfortunately hurt Sergei Smotrov and Vertnikov's play this year. Um, again, not that they didn't have brights of or you know bright spots of excellence as they always do but it's a little bit different when you add Karzlev and Krillin in the mix and the results prove that and right. again you know wearing you know he held his own out there he was only there for three events he was not at the event that they didn't make it to Sunday I thought Mikey played really good for them as the first attacker on the D side he got you know some really good looks over there I thought it for his career I mean I I'm looking at him a little bit as he like he teared up this year um but that fifth body, like Pantelev, I mean, he would hold it down, but they put the Geiger brothers in. They had, you know, Burns in there occasionally. And again, nothing against these guys. But if you want to win tournaments, you have to have five elite dudes out there at any given time. Yeah. And that's why it helps to have, you know, an impact roster, a heat roster, an X-Factor roster, a dynasty roster. That's why it's so good. One of the reasons, Ryan, mm-hmm. that you guys have gotten so hard to beat right now is that you finally solved the snake puzzle by having Mike Arena evolve into a goddamn beast. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's like that's helps. really big for you guys because and also to get Alex back and have his head in the right space. Yeah. So that when he's over there, he's he's just as good as Mikey is, you know? So it's like and a little bit slightly more crafty. Mikey's a little bit more of a I mean, even though Alex is a bruiser, um, too, when he plays the game because he's playing as aggressive as some of the, anyone else out there. So but He's really good. Blake has really evolved. He's always been good. But again, there's levels to this shit. We moved you know? him so into it's... the middle, so now he can like kind of like smash, smash, smash a little bit, a little bit more, and kind of like play. You, can I tell you a really funny story? And Kyle, you're gonna love this. Sorry to interrupt you, Maddie, but when you said with Mikey, the Mikey and Alex compliment. Go for it. So um, I think I think it was the the, the aftermath match. Um, Alex and Mikey were both in the snake at the same time. It started to drizzle, so it was cloudy before a match. Okay. It was cloudy before a match. And I go, hey, everybody, change your lenses. And Alex is always the guy that's like, oh, I didn't get any lenses. Like, <laughs> you know, everybody changed their lenses. So he was, and we all got new goggles. So Alex had worn his goggles for one day because he only practiced with us for one day. And then he went on vacation. So anyway, so here's Alex with the same goggles that he had when he got it from practice. And for some reason, like, because he doesn't put them in a goggle bag. He doesn't use, like, the goggle section of his bag. Alex just throws everything into the duffel bag. His, his socks, his cleats are, like, his cleats and the, his goggles are just sitting in the same pile. Like, he might have his underwear in there, like, wrapped around his goggles someday. But, so anyway, Alex decides to peel off the, the, the inner lining of the lenses because they were scratched. Instead of replacing the lenses, which HK graciously gives us for free, Alex just decides to peel off the, the anti-fog layer of the goggles. And it's dark. I don't know at what point he decided to do this, but I'm like, everybody change your lenses. So pretty much everybody's wearing clear or yellow lenses, except for Alex. He's wearing a single-pane chrome lens. So now here he is in the snake, him and Mikey are in the same spot. Like he Luckily, he says he says that his goggles started fogging, and it was like coming in like this and coming in like this, and he was like, you know, like when your goggles fog and you have to lean your lens up so you can only see through the bottom? And he says one of like Cody Chong or somebody like looks around the corner and he pulls the trigger and shoots him. 
Okay, so here, here's my vision. And I'm sitting there, I'm shooting, I'm like, yeah, it's kill three. And I see Mikey's kind of like looking around the corner. And I see Alex sitting right next to him. Like, if you, if you rewind it and watch this, this aftermath match, I run up behind him. I'm like, guys, I think it's kill three. And I look at Alex, and he's sitting Indian style. He's sitting Indian style in his bunker with his gun on the ground and his goggles in his head, looking at the ground. I'm like, dude, what the hell are you doing? In the 50 snake, okay? In the 50 snake, he's sitting Indian style with his gun on the ground, going like this. And so I, that's the game I ran up, and I, I bunkered, uh, I bunkered uh, someone out of the center fifty, and then I bunkered uh, uh, <laughs> someone else in the in the tower. And then Mikey, <laughs> and then and then Mikey's like, "Alex, you good?" Pops up and shoots me, right? <laughs> like I'm on their side, like waving it up. So Mikey, and, so I can only imagine the conversation that Alex and Mikey are having. Hey, Alex, what's going on? Alex is like, "I don't know, man. Hold on one second. I'm terrified. I can't see. Yeah, I can't see. I'm terrified." And he's doing this. And he's freaking out. He's like, "Mikey, don't do anything stupid." I jump over the thing, bunker everybody, I'm running back. I'm like, all right, guys, game over. Mikey's like, I'm doing it, Alex. And shoots me. You know? Oh, my God, that's good. <laughs> Just the vision I saw. I look over at the two of them. I'm like, what are you guys doing right here? You know? <laughs> yeah, well, the moral of the story is, as you started it out with, is that, hey, um, prepare for rain. And uh, ideally, you want to have um, the right type of lens for the right situation because... I mean, if that if that shit was back in the Tim Man Woods Ball days, I would have just taken my damn goggles off and cleaned them with my shirt. Yeah, you know, because like that's definitely happened before. But that was back when they weren't gonna like come and dive on you and call you out just because if they accidentally saw you do that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But that's the, but that's the temptation. But that all you know, I mean, yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, it was that just reminds me of like you were talking about his gear bag when um when he came to play the big game yeah. and uh and he and he opens up his big he's, he's like man i got something for you and alex opens up his, his bag and by the way i had such a good time playing with him at the big game the big games are so dope and we me and alex <laughs> get out there just killing t- tons of people but uh but he opens up his bag and he has like just an insane amount of hormesis head wraps in there it looks like a gypsy wagon fortune teller like i'm like opened up a little like carnival uh, sales kiosk on the side of the road, 100%. like on, on the way to like the summer festival, like that's yeah, it's like the like. coat that he opens, and yeah. then there's like thirty headbands on each like side. Yeah, the stretch coat. <laughs> totally he does. He should get one of those. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that's exactly what he looked like. And yeah. then he pulls out this meat hammers. He pulls out the meat hammers. Uh, uh, he like it's a like a cream colored one with like the meat hammers engraved on it. Uh-huh. I was like, wow, that's fucking sweet. Thank you so much. But uh, I also said, I'm like. You probably might want to hide uh, that gear bag, brother. You got like fucking thirty thousand dollars of head wraps in his head in his gear bag, dude. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's yeah. The yeah that's the interesting about the the clear lens too. I I wore. I actually just wanted to test something. I just wore a clear lens for the entire tournament, like you know, rain or shine, uh-huh. just to see the difference. Um, but I, there was a specific point. I was in the 50 snake, and A-Rod was behind me in that big brick. And he was like, he kept telling me, calm down, calm down. And I'm like, dude, I'm sitting here. I'm like, I'm chill. Like, I was looking inside for that guy to come through the middle, and he was watching over for the guy to come tape. And then after, he's like, dude, I looked at you, and your eyes were so big. I was like, my eyes are always that big. I just have a chrome lens on, so you never see him. <laughs> I'm always that terrified. <laughs> like, I'm focused. <laughs> I'm always that terrified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually interesting that I think that one of um one of the things I... Uh, I'm going to grab another water. Hang on one second. Of, one of the things I wanted to you point guys keep out, going. though... And, what's up? You guys He's just grabbing going. water. Keep going. Oh. No, I was just saying that it's interesting you said, like, bro, I, he's like, calm down, Kyle, calm down. 
bro, I'm calm, dude. Yeah, I'm totally yeah. fine. But uh, it's just, it's interesting in, um, is that there's uh, like a really cool saying that kind of, it's more about like regular war, but you know, paintball is a metaphor for war. I mean, I mean, if it was the zombie apocalypse and you know, dynasty would have taken everyone's shit and yeah. uh, taken all of our women back to their village, and like, yeah. they would have you know, like whatever the hell we just had in the stores or like in our uh, storage, they'd have all that. You know, yeah. like, that's basically what me, you know, being the best team of the year means. They, yeah. Their tribe, their tribe would have won, would have won the war, whatever it cost. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was, you know, it was that, um, and this is what I love about watching. It was really cool to see Sunday at this one because almost every single game was incredibly close. You know, other than Heat kind of beating up on the Russians a little bit, that was a six to one game in the quarterfinals. Every other game was relatively close, and and it, and the and the way that this field allowed the really good players to, to have some really good looks. And, and, the, and the reason why it made me think of this saying, Kyle, was because of just how calm all these killers are getting when they do their thing. When, you know, and then the divisional ranks come out or the younger pro players are playing, and there's a certain franticness to their movements. There's a franticness to their head checks. And, and I'm not saying that your mind can't be zen if you have a very what could look like a frantic head check or a frantic snapshot. But for the most part, even like the really quick, like it's like they say, and you know, when you're doing gun, like regular gun stuff, it's like, you know, uh, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And so, you know, and then we would always, and we would always say this to guys when we're doing clinics and stuff is like, Hey, you know, you, you see the guy and he's got all the like fresh shit. He's got the new like tiger wear deal or the new hormesis head wrap with like a brand new, you know, push mask with the skull on it. And he's got the fresh, you know, some jersey that he bought for $500 online, like a throwback. Anyway, he's got all the dope stuff. He's got the, the power stance down. He sets up for the snapshot drill and he literally misses the target every single time, even though he's like going faster. It's like, bro, hey, can we just pump the brakes real quick? Yeah. Hey, you, yeah. Look, you look you look really good right now. I just want to first say that. Looking really fly. However, that dude just blew your fucking head off. Yeah. Literally 10 times out of 10. So let's go through that again. I want you to go much slower, and I never want you to miss this 20-foot this shot. Yeah. It's a 20-foot shot, bro. Like, we can't have you missing that 10 times out of 10, like, no matter how, how cool you look. And I understand, like, look good, feel good, play good, but that shit only goes so far. Um, but, uh, but, the, but the saying is, is that is, rare is the man where violence is his calm. And that's what I see out of the top players. I, that's you, Spica, that's you, Ryan, that's all the players on the top teams. And it's so fun now as a fan because these dudes are getting so good. You gotta, Every year it just gets a, like more refined and more refined. So like the moves, the counter moves, the traps that are being set, the change of like positions and game plans, It very it's so calm but so violent at the same time mm-hmm. that it's so fun as a fan. And I just continue to think that paintball's going in a good place yeah i mean so we you know during that semifinal game that uh mouse and i came up there and commentated called that match with you uh you know we touched on that a little bit about how the flow of the field was it's like so you break out and it's five on five and then a lot of times you were seeing the team they went down bodies you know what maybe it's a five on three it was like almost like one out of three points that team would realize that and find the hole and blow through and win and win back the point. But it, you kind of saw that through the prelims and like through practices, but it got, you know, magnified 
once people got so used to the motions and when that needed to go, that you saw it so much on Sunday, everything uh, was at a very advanced level, knowing that like, okay, we're going to lose the point here. We got to go. Here's the whole, let's, let's make that happen. And that was, I think, uh, really cool to watch it develop. And that was across the board on every single team that was playing on Sunday. Like you saw those, those moves and it was just, uh, it, it was cool to see that. Cause typically it's like some of the fields don't, um, provide that, that capability. It's like, it's a five on three. Okay. They're going to have to towel it. It's game over. Um, but you know, it, it, that happened more so I think than any of the other fields this year, which was a, a pretty cool aspect. And you had to go between that aggressive, um, aggressive play style to the team game to going rogue using your instincts also like self giving yourself self-discipline and knowing that like hey we're five up I'm not just going to go on my own right now and try to win this game it's a five on four and that body would be lost so there was like there was like three different levels that you're constantly having to like go through the Rolodex and evaluate and be like yeah. is that correct right now like pull back yeah. you know so yeah, it was a very uh, mentally but, demanding field as well. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I just I love that quote because it's so it's so paintball, man. Like rare is the man where violence is his calm. And mm-hmm. so if you can find that calmness of your spirit and that the thoroughness of your role, your mental rolodex to be able to, because as we well know, that's why we call that shit the scramble. You know, yeah, it, dealing, it, everything gets everything, get, everything gets mixed up, and whoever hits the the spot on the rolodex the, the quickest. And, and then makes that move, he makes their body do what their mind wants them to do, exerts their will on that other person and exerts their violence on that person, then that's that's the magic ticket right there. So it just it keeps getting better, man, every year. And this this felt this field really brought it out. Also I hate doing shout outs because I love being involved in the like people I'm in the show with, but I gotta give a shout out to Dylan Boyham. Reason why he's like he said he's stuck in Phoenix. I got stuck in Phoenix last night. So it was like a long, long, long ass way home. Oh man! Yeah, the fog in San Diego. I don't know. Oh, you're well. You're still in Florida. Are you at home right now? Yeah, right now, I saw the fog start to roll in yesterday, like four o'clock. Oh, I'm in. I'm Dude, in. I'm in Disney jail spooky. right now. Yeah, we got on the plane and then like, and he's like, "Yeah, there's a lot of fog in San Diego. We're just checking real quick." And I was like, "Oh, Christ! Here we go." Yeah. Ten minutes later, comes on like I got some bad news for you, and then I look at my phone. It's like your flight has been canceled. I'm like, motherfucker, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I landed at like one in the afternoon, and it was 80 degrees. It's hot. It was like just as hot as it was in Florida. Uh, and then all of a sudden, four o'clock came, and this goon goblin fog spooky came in. And it was like dropped like 20 degrees. Dude, have you guys ever seen the movie The Fog? <laughs> yeah, I have. Oh, I'm sorry, so. The Mist. The Mist. The Mist. Not the, yeah, the, the Mist. mist. That's the Stephen King one, right? It is. You're right. It's a terrible movie. But no, the great. end of it, though, it's okay. That movie was like the acting was melodramatic. It was kind of like a soap opera. The ending was, the, the ending was like the for, ending a was Steve, like, for, uh, Steve, for, for, for a Stephen King premise. It's kind of like it's. Yeah, I don't know. It, to be honest, the movie's like <laughs> trash. But the fucking end is so gnarly. So there's the two of them, is, though. There, there is the whew, fog the and there's so the mist, gnarly. I think, isn't there? Isn't there the fog and there's the mist? There's the one. There, there's the newer one where the government opens a portal. But I believe there's also the fog, which that's is the, the fog. Mist. That's the mist, and the fog I'm, is the I'm one. I'm talking that, about the mist. Okay, the fog is the one where there's like someone in there, Bro. like that that <laughs> hits someone. Let me let me give a quick shout out. At, you know what? Uh, give a quick shout out to Derek Weagle. I want to pray. I appreciate the support. But shout out to the Tropic Thunder dudes, by the way. <clears throat> um, Maddie, because you know, because you've been watching them win in the D5 category. Every 
single event that they show up to. Because um, I've been out in New Jersey twice now, I think two times now, and a couple of their guys come out and, and, uh, and run some points. Uh, and a couple of them were out at the, the, uh, the summer camp, the BKI summer camp. But um, those dudes are crushing it. Time to, they, they need to move up. Time to move up to D4, I think. Shout out to New yeah, Jersey, was, Tri-State. It, yeah, uh, it's really kind of cool because I feel that the Northeast has had some teams that are getting pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, obviously, include that area in there. Uh, Puerto Rico came strong to w- continuing uh, two events in a row now. We've seen Puerto Rican teams on the <laughs> that main uh, on center court. Um, the, you know, Texas continues to be badass. Team Cyclone made it with two different squads. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know how... Uh, how dedicated that that roster is um so it's just yeah man it's just interesting i would like california please yeah step up boys like what is going on here hold on Uh, the the dmg the dmg d3 line did well yes you're right yes there we go shout out to california and and, and dmg did hold it down dmg held it down but i guess i'm just used to seeing like over and not well not that recently but over time for us to hold it down more um, oh, and, yeah, and, and oh, shout out to right. Dynasty, by the way. <laughs> shout out to your boys on okay, Dynasty. Bro, I'm from talking California. about the divisional. Bro, I was literally patting you guys on the back and talking about how about everyone was ten foot tall, like literally. Sorry, I, I haven't been. I haven't been listening for the last that. hour. I, I wasn't listening to the whole <laughs> the last hour. I mean, do you want me to? Do you want me to talk about how you guys are ten feet tall again? Because I but, can go right in and but just Maddie, stroke actually, off Dynasty this, again. This, this is this Dynasty is good, off right now. I am ten foot tall. I'm like five four. Yeah, I think he's talking about me and you on my shoulders. Oh, you and I put together. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's mostly what we're talking about. Hey, um, but Maddie, actually, this would be good for you. Uh, Maybe one of these events on the WCPBL. We need to get actually. You go out to like one WC. We go to you go to one um, uh, Texas event, and you go to like one event on the East Coast. So that way, you can kind of like get a better judge of talent. Because I I always get asked, and I want to give a quick, a really big shout out to all the SoCal teams that came out, especially Savage uh, and Zach and Earl and uh, Ray. Uh, Bow, all those guys, Paul, that came out, um, they finished 10th out of 75 in D4. I know that's not uh, Tropic Thunder status, but but uh, if you saw where they were at a couple years ago and where they are now, uh, I, I, that's a huge that's a huge leap. And and they did it. For, they they placed highest out of all the SoCal teams, and, and it was really cool to hear and see that uh, all the teams from SoCal in that division were just watching them. They were like the last team that got like the cream that was at the top they're like please like everybody everybody was uh rooting for them so that was really cool to see and then they ended up playing 10 man but you're right uh socal we need we need some teams like we thought it was going to be you know there was the pirates forever there was the um uh dams uh marine or not marine team but um uh uh what what team is that 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 always plays there's a marine team there's the there's the vibe guys there's uh the pirates Hold on. I'm just going through my all my notes right here. Like the divisional stuff is insane, bro. Like we just get. I mean, I like I literally get stuff that looks like this handed to me constantly. It'll go, it'll either look like this or it'll look and then put this is good. Hey, speak, talk about Tropic Thunder. I don't know who did this for me. Whoever did this for me, this was awesome. Please, can I have more of this? That would be tight. Uh, it also kind of looks a lot like this. And it, this is, uh, but that's still better than nothing. Because a lot of times I'll get, I'll just get this. This is what I get from the NXL, and I, and I, and it's, and then it's. I really wish they put a, a number uh, category on here because it'll be age, position, weight. Also, like these nicknames are. I just don't understand how some of these nicknames are actually like a real thing. Like, how is your nickname just L? 
like just the letter L with a period. Yeah. Um, hey, yo, L, or, let's go. Yeah, You're I, up. Just, I don't. I, I feel like there's an like there's like a glitch in the matrix with the algorithm that just creates some random ass bullshit nicknames. Um, but but uh, but yeah, it was. I'm just kind of going through. Yeah, seventy seven chaos was there again. Uh, Voodoo took D four. That team was from the Carolinas. Um, Puerto Rican All Stars. Yeah, Tropic. It was. There, we had, and then yeah, the Florida, Florida strong, dude. Florida strong, Texas strong. California is getting better. It's it's better than it's been a little bit. I don't know who I need to thank for that, but I mean, maybe that's. Are you? Have you? Is it you guys coaching? Who, who's coaching yeah, the California Kyle, teams? Uh, Kyle coaches at every WC. There's, I think, there's 96 teams. Kyle coaches like 85 of them <laughs> a day. Kyle, <laughs> coaches, dude. Kyle coaches 52 of them. I see Kyle. I see Kyle, dude. He is. I'll tell you right now. If you need a coach for a team, uh. I, I I like to put my ring in the hat and uh, my hat in the ring on being a really good coach. But Kyle, dude, I've never seen anybody be able to do what he does. His I see him. His lips are chapped. His eyes are. He's like everything's chapped on his face. He's like, dude, do you have any sunscreen? I've got another game right now. And he's like, I've got. He he'll have he'll have like he coach. I think you did like four or five teams. And dude, you're like you know every single guy's name on every single team. You coached uh, like four teams into the uh, into the finals. Like. The, the, what's going to happen is when you have to coach teams that are against each other. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, be a doozy. I'm, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly impressed with how well Kyle does at these. Events. I love it. I think yeah, when I'm done playing, I'll probably coach. Dude, he's, it's Kyle on for me. I remember you coaching in, at uh, if, at what one of the, it was the MVPS. No, it was the uh, like the tournament for BKI. Yeah, yeah. down in Florida at, at maybe MVPS. Um, but that was kind of the first time I saw you coach. You were still playing with Ironman at the time, and you did remind me of like a like a tinier version of Todd Martinez because, yeah. you know, even though Todd is very much mellowed out in the past year and a half, um, this was during the time when Todd loved to just berate the refs and kind of just really get super emotional about it. But you were, you were, you were really into it, dude. And I remember like looking and saying at the time, like, dude, Kyle Spica is coaching the shit out of this team right now. <laughs> awesome, he's, dude. he's a dominator, bro. Yeah. He's really, really, really good, man. He's yeah. like you even had he, you even had this like specific stance that you would do, which I don't know if like I have room to do if I could do it. But you have this like where you kind of like you like put your 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 like hands behind mm. like this, and you kind of like walk around like Napoleon like this, <laughs> you know, kind of like with your chest puffed out, like just yeah. staring, judging, like criticizing everybody, and then like. Like you're kind of like you lean forward and you out the rest and you kind of do this like nod thing with your chin and then you come back to your hands behind your thing. It's pretty hilarious, dude. It's great. Um, you 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 absolutely crush it as a coach. At least from what I, the little bit that I've seen. I was also just reminded. Sorry, before Kyle even gets a chance to defend himself. Uh, the hunters and the gummy bears are both teams that are that I know the hunters are going to be playing semi pro next year. Uh, and, and man, they're good, dude. They're, they play really well. They didn't have a great showing at World Cup for whatever reason, but. Um, they're a strong team, man. Yeah. They're, 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 they're just need to change their names, but whatever. That's not <laughs> Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. I, I, I have a paintball leagues open on, on this other tab here. What's the D4 team that won all the events this year? I don't know how they did a World Cup. Though. Oh, it's, that's Logan, that's Logan Hansel's team from yeah. Texas. Was yeah. it? Oh, it's Coalition. That's right. I so thought they it was I was trying to look. Yeah. I, I'm sure they won the, the series, but. I was gonna say we didn't see coalition at Cup. That's because they took fifth. But yeah, it's and then you talking about D four D four Expo. Yeah, yeah. I was just that would have been pretty cool to see a team win every single event. I don't think that's been done. Oh, uh, Dynasty yeah. did it, but whatever. That was a long time. Ago. <laughs> 
No one was playing you guys at the time, dog. We were all in the NXL. You were a fool. <laughs> when was this? I don't know. You know. <laughs> you were there. It might have been. Was that? That doesn't count. We can't count that year. Yeah, you and, you and I had an awesome rivalry, and you guys definitely got the better of us. I mean, we won some tournaments. But uh, but all the other good players were uh, contractually liable to be playing for the NXL in, in a different era of the NXL. Yeah. This is long ago because look at all the gray in my beard and shit. But yeah, anyway. 75, 75 T4 X-Ball teams. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and those the, the Savage guys took 10th, I think. 10th or 11th. So, so shout out to with a little air horn for them and everybody else yeah. listening. You know, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's the best that SoCal did right there. Um, <laughs> uh, so real quick, speaking of Southern California and California in general, uh, Maddie, the Combine is coming to Sacramento uh, at CEPP, CE Capital Edge Paintball Park. Uh, and you're going up there this weekend, right, for uh, the anniversary. Oh, that's this Are you weekend. going there this weekend? Me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Let me text short. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I told I am. Camille that one yet? Well, I'm pretty sure she might have just heard. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you were for sure going. I know I was. I, I was. I just go, forgot. But... I was still. I'm still reeling in yeah, the Disney and World Cup win. Um, uh, yes, I am going. Yeah, and short. Short's going up there. Probably Alex. Some of the those NorCal Dynasty guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Up at Dave's Field. Yeah, we're running it. That's right. Um, and, and we got the Combine. Uh, I know the WNXL is going to be scouting up there as well for the Sacramento Diamonds. How was the, how was the women's, uh, women's uh, NXL debut, Maddie? It was, it was really cool, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I grew up with a very strong mom and a badass sister. You guys have met my sister. Met your uh, sister. She's she rad. is a badass. She's uh, she's not like a badass and like she's gonna go and play in the WNXL, but she's mentally very tough mm-hmm. and she's a badass. Anyway, love. I grew up with strong women in my life, so my grandmother was a beast. Um, she was only five foot nothing, a hundred nothing, but like talking about people whose spirits ten feet tall. That woman is still in my mind ten feet tall, and she'll be dead for ten years. But uh, yeah, no. So I just I I think it's really cool. Um, and I thought it was a really fun showing. The uh, team fire did beat up on Team Ice. I'm hoping I get that right. I can go yes. back and check my notes yep, real quick. Yep, 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 uh, yeah, but I think that's what it was. Um, let me look real quick. Uh, yeah, Team Fire beat up on Team Ice, and it was an interesting story because Team Fire had more of the current uh, girls and women mm-hmm. that have been playing a little bit more competitively more recently, and then Team Ice was more kind of some of the legends in the female game that have been playing on teams throughout the years. Uh, which I thought was really cool. I thought, yeah, dude, I don't know. This is like kind of a no-brainer. Um, unless you're an asshole, like, yeah, let the girls play. It's like with the Major League Baseball, they're like, let the kids play. That's the new people coming on in the sport. These, like, Fernando Tatis Jr., like, doing bat flips and hitting, like, 500-foot home runs. And then, like, dudes are trying to throw up their heads because, you know, they're just trying to have a good time out there. And as a f- baseball fan, I'm kind of like, who gives a shit, you know? Like, let them flip the bat, you know? So... Unless you're an asshole, yeah, like, let's let these girls play because they got after it. It was really fun. There were some girls out there that were, what was it, the Blanco? Was it Blanco or Blanca sisters? Girls had some wheels. They were taking tons of ground um, and being mm-hmm. very aggressive. Ben Challenger's uh, Brittany Fang, I believe is her name. I think we gave her the MVP. I actually, even though she didn't win a one-on-one, I'm like, I need we need to give her some sort of award. So as Anthony was leaving, I, I flipped a 
a red and gold coin down to him. And I was right. like, go, go give this to Brittany Vang for an MVP award because she deserves something. Uh, That's so, right. Yeah, so because she was just balling out. Uh, just the tendencies are there, you know, the aggressive tendency. These girls were getting after it. They were playing aggressive. It was fun. You could tell that uh, they were having a good time. And so uh, so kind of looking forward to seeing what develops with that, you know. I mean, and then definitely they're going to – I think there's going to be six teams next year. Um, yeah, why Why in the living shit would we keep half of our species away from playing this game competitively? You know, that's how I look at it. So, you know, as, that's, you know that's, so everyone's like, hashtag grow the game. Oh, okay, well, do we want half of the people that are human beings that uh, could p- potentially paintball to be in some way, shape, or form kind of not be able to do it for whatever reason? Not that they can't do it as it is now, but, yeah, to me it's a no-brainer. I think it's dope. Even the kids' game was really cool. I think that was on Saturday after our – our, we had the last set against Damage. The kid, yeah. yeah, that was this great. Game, I had no idea. Alex was out I had no on the field. Was happening. <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan. Alex was out on the field for that, like, like in there, like coaching those guys, dude. Alex was there all day. Like, you, you can't say enough uh, good things about him. Dave was trying to get me to put, grab one of those jerseys and then like put my mask low and go out there and try to play. See if I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's fucked up, bro. What are you talking about? Do <laughs> me like that. <laughs> Just run through on the Dorito side. Yeah. Um, there was uh, there was a couple kids that I mean, it was a, that's a you know a little bit of a mismatch because there were and I literally had no idea. Like I knew that the uh, WNXL was going to go down, so we had some time to prep for that. I had no idea the kids' game was happening. I'm like, think we're done, and then they're like, no, there's this. I get handed like another sheet of, of, of papers, and yeah. uh, and I'm thinking it's for. I'm looking at it. And I'm like, no idea what this is. No one told me about anything of this. And then, and then so like we're gonna do a kids exhibition match, and I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. And then so B came up, but it was kind of funny because there was a moment where, and you know, and thank God B was there because we don't know who any of these kids are. She knew who almost all the kids were. She had all the information, so thank God she was there. But her kid was playing, so. She kind of had to do double duty because her phone was on, and then her again her daughter's out there, so she gets a phone call while we're live, and she's like, "Hey, I have to take this call," and but I and then because we kind of jumped into it, so I didn't give her the, "Okay, this is you know Kyle and Ryan, as you guys well know, it's like this is on, this you know this is off. Here's your talk back button if you have to cough or and turn the microphone off at this. Please don't touch the microphone because if you do, it's going to sound like somebody hit it with a sledgehammer for everyone at home, especially yeah. if you have headphones on. So anyway, so she then. The, the call comes in and she's like, oh, I got to take this. And I'm like, oh, please, dear God, don't. In my head, <laughs> just, I was like, please, dear God, don't take this call. You know, we're like live doing the show, right? But it's it, she's like, it's about baby, you know, her kid. And I was like, yeah, okay, I, yeah, go for it. You know, like we got me and Rich, it's cool. So, but she, so then she doesn't really turn the mic off. So she's trying to do her due diligence. So she like turns around, you know, and she's like on the phone over here. She's like, tell, can you please tell baby to stop cussing? Tell her to stop cussing because apparently with the mic on. Yes, with the mic on. So, but <laughs> so apparently her because her kid was who had an amazing point who ran down and shot everybody, but then apparently came back and was just just throwing f bombs or whatever in the pits and, and oh my god, somebody was like, "You got to call B or maybe I don't know exactly." You're gonna what call going your on. mom. Yeah, we're gonna mom. call your mom. If you don't stop cussing, so, we're gonna call your mom. Yeah, so that was quite hilarious, and I'm just like, oh, this is solid gold, bro. I can't believe this is happening that's, right now. I, awesome. I watched I watched her eat a lot, like, catch a tuna, like, what is this, four weeks ago? 
the, the, the deckhand guy pulled the tuna's heart out of the mouth, and she goes, yeah, I'll eat it. What is baby, like 14? Your old girl? I don't, girl? I don't even think she's 14. I, I think she's like 12. She, she, ate, she ate this heart, and I was like, uh, I, <laughs> I know we eat some, some pretty messed up stuff, but I, I wasn't going to do that. Because uh, we were on a fishing trip with the, with the modern-day pirates and the, or the, whatever they're called, and Pax and, and Miko, and, and she ate of the heart right out. She just poured some soy sauce on it and just fired that thing in there, and she was like, they're, they're big, too. It was like a full yeah. apple. Hey, that's Mike Paxson's and, and, and that's yeah. Mike's daughter for yeah. sure, bro. Yeah, like, she's one hundred percent. She didn't even think twice about it. Like that's, not even, that's didn't even like wasn't even like. Mm. She was like, mm. Mm. <laughs> yes. well, was just so like, oh, it's kind of salty. Like I was like, I was gagging. I was like, <laughs> yeah, she's gonna, she's a little mini savage, dude, and that's yeah. actually really cool. I'm, I yeah. love it. So I'm, I'm all about that. Yeah. But it was just kind of funny. Um, but I was really happy that. She played well, and then, yeah, there was a, what was the one of the kids? There was this one kid, too, he had a, maybe it was Dominic. He looked like a little mini Thomas Taylor from uh, 2004, the dyed mohawk. And he goes through, has a point, gets hits the buzzer, yeah. and then he's coming back. And he's like, he, he tried to do every of the, like, major signature celebrations, the six Ellie's. He did like Trevor Reesers, but he like he was he was like I give all of his six sellers like a C, but I give him an A for the attempt. <laughs> but he definitely came through and he like tried to do Trevor Reesers barrel drag, and then into like Pat Craft's loader dump, but he didn't have any more paint left, so he had to try to open the top of his loader. But he wasn't strong enough to with one hand because I think the kid's like ten, uh, open up the loader with one hand. So then he tries to open it with one hand, then he has to like put it in between his. The crowd's going crazy too. He puts it in between his knees. He does like the whole load. And then after like a bunch of, you know, moments, finally then does the loader dump, and it was just it was great. He was living his best life. Yeah, and, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. about. I know that kid. He he comes out to a lot of these. He he was out in Chicago or Philly. He was in Philly and or Chicago also. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah it was great. Yeah. That's great. Wait, so Ryan, what were you? The story you're going to tell us about Blake, Blake and Rainey, I think. <clears throat> oh. um... Blake and Rainey, well, actually, a bunch of people were asking about exactly what, what was going on with Rainey between us, the team, and Rainey, and Rainey in general, um, which is actually great because it was like, what did you say to Rainey? What did Blake say to Rainey? What did, uh, what, like, what's up with Rainey? Um, Rainey is slimy but genius. Uh, yeah, he, no, it is. He's, so, he's, he's, he's a incredibly good, tenacious. I mean, obviously, he was in the, in the running for MVP last Last year at World Cup, um, he's got he got them in. He was dealing with injuries and stuff like that. But uh, I think it was we won the first point, and I think point number two, he just bonus balled the shit out of me. I'm like, like I was like I was like over by the 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 center camera, like twenty feet outside of the uh, off the line, like not anywhere near. Like oh, I'm gonna accidentally bonus ball you, and he was in that that brick on the snake side, and he just goes and just walks me off the field. You saw him do it to Tyler also. Um, he, he did it to a bunch of dudes. He did it to a yeah, bunch of dudes. Yeah, he did it to Tyler. That was, that was scary. I think uh, Short... <laughs> that was scary. I, I, I said that uh, to like a, a group of our guys, and it's Short's in there. He goes, dude, Rainey has a death wish doing that to Tyler. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I mean, he shot Tyler in the neck and like just, just roasted him, you know? But, dude... That it's it's brilliant in a way, right? Because obviously Rainey's Rainey's a bag of bones. Barely, he's like a skinnier, weaker version of Alex Fraji. He's like a yeah. like, he's like a more slender, skinnier, much like, taller, much taller. Like he's like Alex's weight. 
but like just stretched out on like one of those medieval torture devices. Um, <laughs> and and for him to do that, it's obviously he's not trying to fight anybody. But what he wants is that headbutt that Mouse gave him that in in what was that last two years ago? Uh, and Mouse, the arguably like the the the, bat, the best guy on on Impact gets it's gets out. The best guy in the league, you know, gets kicked out. So if he can get into Tyler's head or if he can get to my head, and I'm like, what does he think I'm gonna do? You know, um, and and I do something stupid though, or Tyler does something stupid, penalty, and I'm out, I'm ejected, right? And <clears throat> because you're allowed to bonus ball, um, unless you're Oliver Lang, that's why Oliver doesn't play paintball anymore. By the way, is because of the refs <laughs> and the fact that no matter what happened, he would always get uh, in trouble for bonus balling people. Kyle, you know, you've been on his team. Yeah. You 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 fucked up Archie that one time. Um, yeah, that one time I shot yeah, him in the pack. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, like, Rainey's brilliant in that is because his goal is to not only outplay everybody, but kind of like he's a, he's, a, he's a very smart person. And he's just trying to get into everybody's head. So he bonus balled the hell out of me. Bonus balled the hell out of Blake. And then he got me another time. And then, like, that one point that you were talking about, Maddie, where I think I, I shot, like, three or four guys, but Rainey was the last guy in the snake corner. I shot him That's down the sense. tape. And, uh, and he walked off. And I don't bonus ball anybody. Like, I, I don't, because I just I'm just not a dickhead, <laughs> and I just don't think that way. But when Rainey was walking off, like I just gave it to him, and there he was, like crying for the penalty. He was like, "Oh, he's shooting me!" You know, when he looks like one of those inflatable things that are on the on selling cars on the side of the road when he does it. <clears throat> and uh, I apologize to the refs because I always feel like God, I just did something horrible right there. But I was like, "Dude, listen, guys," and they're like, "They didn't even say anything. They don't care um, until it gets out of hand." I just, I just, like, just a couple things. One, I wanted to say something about, uh, who's this in the chat? Um, because he's paying, so we should probably talk about his comments for sure. That's how things work in the world. Yeah. But yeah. they brought up some important shit, like, this, which I thought was great, but this is a totally different situation. Because Blake, absolutely in your game against Infamous in the uh, semifinals, completely put Harrison into the ground, um, which was totally appropriate at the time. Because Harrison made a move to try to shoot Mike. He gets shot. Mike's still alive. Mike's, and then, but Blake is now putting a very accurate stream right over the top of, of Mike's head. And, uh, but like, and he, but he got shot so much that, that he kind of took him a second to get up, but he was really slow to get up. And so I would have done the exact same thing that Blake did in that situation. It's like, dude, get off the field, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you're, I'm pretty sure you're dead, but I don't know what's going to happen. Like, are you going to try to sneak a shot underneath your arm? Like, no, I don't know. But if you are, unless you're actually hurt, I would have done the exact same thing. But, you know, Harrison caught a ton to put him to the ground. Then he caught a ton more when he was slow to get off. I mean, he probably walked off with, I don't know, 15 to 20 shots. But, uh, but that was a little bit different type of bonus balling. The type of bonus balling that you're talking about that Rainey's doing, which, I think for Rainey is a hundred percent agree with you, Ryan, is kind of genius. Yeah. Because Rainey gets Rainey wants to get in people's head. Like Rainey is not like Rainey is uh, I don't think he's under any illusions that he's gonna be out there beating dudes up in the parking lot. Right. Like Rainey knows that that's not it, gonna it, be the it's, case. It's not but malicious. he does know that like, Yeah, exactly. Well But but he knows that but he does know that people lose their damn minds sometimes mm-hmm. in pressure situations and he's gonna try to sucker you into a bad bad decision mm-hmm, just like he mm-hmm. suckered mouse in that bad yeah. decision that wasn't even really a headbutt that was more of like a lens thrust than it was a headbutt <laughs> but blake kind of did blake kind of did the same thing to uh to rainy as uh 
as as uh, as as Mouse did a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know if you, I, there, so when you go and rewatch the game, and we caught a perfect angle on this. But after a point, and it was kind of deep in the in the game, but like uh, as X Factor's coming off, and like Blake, who was. I mean, Blake's always pretty hype, but I love that he was doing because it's a. I love Mad Max and the Thunderdome because I'm a sucker for apocalyptic shit. I have like a ton of apocalypse books back here and like all sorts of crazy stuff from back in the day. But uh, but uh, but you know when he was just uh, he was doing the whole thing and we even I think Nico caught it on our social media for Ghost Sports. But he like runs over and hype. He's hyping the crowd up and he comes back and he's doing the like spray the silver paint in his mouth like witness me, witness me. You know, right, 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 doing that whole thing. Uh. And he's got this gnarly, you know, Viking beard right yeah. now. It looks like Ragnar Lothbrok, so <laughs> that shit was tight. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it was dope. But, so Blake's hyped up, and then he goes, like, right up, you know, into into uh, into Rainey's face and kind of said a little something, something. But but honestly, all that is just poker tricks, bro. That's yeah. all poker tricks. That's all Rainey's doing. He's trying to sucker people in and get you to make a stupid mistake and mm-hmm. do something that's going to get you a penalty, and you go to paintball prison, and then all of a sudden, like, now you don't have mouse for it for a yeah, whole day. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is I remember this like when when uh, I think it was like Zach Patient or something like that bonus balled me. Remember this, uh, Kyle? You were on the team back in Dallas. It was like Infamous beat us in the, fr- the one time they beat us in the last ten years or something like that. Um, so they were really excited, but I got bonus balled like he just shot me in the back like twenty times, ten or fifteen, twenty times. Everybody's screaming. I'm like, look, guys, I don't care. Like I know what I'm out here doing. Like you're not gonna get in my head like that. But what is what is genius about the whole idea of bonus balling isn't like I, I'm I, I understand like getting in someone's head by like trying to frustrate them but what I always tell people to do and this is like when I'm when I'm coaching my team and stuff like that dude if you know that there's guys like myself or there's guys like Archie or you know the guys that turn points around and have to play every single point dude the worst way to really really get in my head isn't to shoot me a bunch it's to shoot the shit out of my pack or my goggles, or my gun. Your gun. Like, get yeah. those spots. Like, when I have to come off and I have to clean out my trigger guard, or, like, there's paint all over my loader and you're trying to get all that stuff off, like, you can shoot me in the body as many times <laughs> as you want. Like, it doesn't affect me whatsoever. Like, I've been playing paintball for 25 years. Like, it doesn't hurt. I don't care. But if you yeah. shoot my gun a bunch, or there's paint in my pack that I have to get, or you break the pods, and God forbid, I don't, I don't, I don't notice that, like, my pod got shot so many times that, like, the paint in there broke and then I, I go and uh, uh, load it in the next point. Like that's how you get in someone's head. Or yeah. what happened to or what happened to Chad George, he had a oh, yeah. broken pod and he got called off for that, which was a mistake from the refs. But that yeah, that was like, bad one. I didn't moment. tell you that. Right. Yeah, so oh, I saw it. I was standing there on the sidelines. Oh uh, yeah. That was that was a rough, that was a rough one. one. That was a rough yeah. one. And that was I was that's, actually gonna bring that up when he said that Todd doesn't yell at the refs very much. Uh, except for that point. <laughs> oh yeah. Which, I mean, that was a yeah. crucial moment for him. I mean, I saw Todd at, at the air. Actually, Todd and I both got stuck in Phoenix last night. Um, he had his whole family there. Uh, so I was lucky enough to have, like, enough status on American that by the time, and Todd was at the very front of the, you know, 200-person line. So he texted me, and he was like, hey, get up here to the front. And I go up the front, and we were, like, the fifth people up out of the 200-something people. And they're like, oh, Mr. Marshall, you've already been rerouted on to the next one. And I don't even have, like anywhere near, you know, Ryan Greenspan type status. Uh, but uh, but it was enough, apparently, to get me onto the 8 o'clock in the morning flight. But Todd had his wife, his two kids, and two people that work for him there. So they, I don't even know exactly how they ended up getting out of the madness. But, yeah, yeah, um, but, but I did see Todd at the bar before we got on the plane, and he was just saying how, 
He's like, look, dude, I've been trying not to yell at the refs, and I feel like I've been doing a good job of it. I'm like, well, yeah, I feel like you are too. That first event, not that bad, and you guys got knocked out. And then, well, the second event, you win, so everything was going great. So you're probably not going to yell at the refs much when your dudes are slaughtering people. Um, but he has been a little much more tame, uh, mm-hmm. much more controlled. But, yeah, he lost his – I wouldn't say he lost his shit. He was just basically saying, hey, this was a bad call, which it was. Um, and Jason apologized for it. Like, that won't happen again. But, you know, our bad. Um, so, but, yeah, that's – I mean, that type of stuff can happen. But when you bonus balls do this in the, in the pods, that's what can happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I thought, uh, yeah, what Blake's saying when he, like, got up to Rainey, like, kind of, like – bumped into him i was like oh that that's riding the line for sure there uh-huh he came really close though dude like i watched it again today it was he didn't bump into him he basically came and like uh i would say he glazed his lens as he came <laughs> up into his face yeah and yeah then kind of like i don't know exactly what he said but uh gave him a little piece of his mind kind of you know not said like this and rainy didn't really say anything back i mean at, at that point in time but it was but, you know, again, dude, Rainey's a, he's going to play mind games with you. That's what that's one of the reasons that Rainey is as good as he is. He's going to play mind games with you. He likes to get up. That it's Everyone gets up in their, in their own mind a different way, and that's part of Rainey get, trying to get in your head, but also getting himself up, too, because yeah, he's, he's definitely – he does that. He's a master of the psychological warfare out there. Yeah, and that's that's important. That's important. So. Rainey should have flopped right there. That would have been great. Yeah. <clears throat> just fell back. Yeah, Blake, uh, what did she do? <laughs> you're breaking up. You're you're breaking up a little bit, but I'm guessing you're saying something about how he's playing like mental, yeah, magical source of yes. mind, mind yeah. warfare. Well, yeah. I, and then I was just saying that would have been really funny if Rainy would have just flopped as Blake did that. <laughs> he should have. Yeah, but honestly, that maybe that might have got Blake into trouble because yeah. but I, it's, Blake did it so smooth that yeah. I don't think that a ref would have done it because Blake didn't go in with any sort of velocity he kind of like just kind of nuzzled up in his face almost yeah. a little bit you know yeah so it was i think funny. like rainy was like looking down at the at the grass and like blake got his eyes in contact with rainy's <laughs> eyes like yeah what's up like when a, like when a <laughs> totally. dog really wants to get your attention yeah <laughs> totally yeah that's oh, great no that was totally um awesome awesome yeah that's uh that was that was a, a big thing of like what was it what, what is it what was rain how about rainy like because afterwards um, he was he was like uh, uh, asking us the question. Everybody was like, "Well, what happened?" And at, as soon as the match at that six second, um, sorry, Frazier's calling me. Um, uh, at that last uh, the last six second point, because after he just bonus balled the hell out of me and Yosh, and Yosh had some choice words for him. Uh, and that last one, like uh, after he hit the buzzer, we were still up by one. There were six seconds left. I figured they were gonna burn it. Took my goggles off on the field, which a should have been a penalty, but we'll not talk about that. No, uh, I wanted to bring this up. I was, I was laughing my ass off when that happened, dude. So I was like, it's over, dude. Like, we won. No, you know? I, well, you're not wrong. It was definitely over, but it wasn't over because there was time left. Yeah. But I just remember as it's going on, we even said something like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, Ryan was so heated and so excited that he just took his goggles off on a live field. Live field. I mean, and I put and my gun get, down. Well, you, you, you do get the, uh, you, you get the kind of like about to be world champ, uh, grace period you know it's like immunity essentially because i'm really gonna call a penalty and but this is the type of ticky tack bullshit that they used to call back in the day that i'm glad i'm yeah. really glad that you didn't get called for this it's like come on man literally there was but it was so but you did at the exact right moment and also you just gave i mean i think i counted there was like 14 photographers surrounding you at the time 
So all those dudes needed that shot. Dude, I, I almost I almost threw my goggles it. and my pack up into the stands. I thought it was over. I'm like, who's, who runs a six second point? So, but I'll tell you what. When I went back out there, because I had hits all over my pack, and I was about to go out there with no pack, I was like, that's it. Like, so Billy ran down one side, and someone ran down the other side, and I popped over the top. I'm like, where the hell is Randy? The horn went. I was still ready to shoot him. <laughs> 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 but he was smart. He went out there and shot his bait, and then just hid. He was like, I'm not trying to go and get the buzzer. He knew he wasn't yeah. trying to get the buzzer. He was just. <laughs> Was Alex trying to FaceTime you? You might be able to get all three. Um, let's see. Let's see what he's uh, what he's looking for. Uh, yeah, I can, I, can, I can get him on the horn. You guys want to? You guys want to talk to Alex? Alex? Yeah, let's do it. Because uh, all right, let me uh, let me add him to the. He's good here. for a couple of jokes. Yeah, he's he's good. He's real. He's on his jokes right now. Let me see if I can add him to this call, or I have to call you guys right back. I think you have to call call us right back. Let me call you guys right back right now. Yeah. All right, guys. This is a this is a good one so far. Oops, so far so good. Um, let's get Fragy in here because he just uh, he just hit me up, and I want to thank everybody so far. I'm gonna give you guys all a massive air for, air horn. Get a big thank to Dalton Gilbert and Derek Weagle. <laughs> We're getting the trifecta here going. This is a. Uh, this is close to a really good five-man team we got going on here. There you go, the horn. It's okay. We got Maddie's back. Okay, Maddie's back. We're back. back. We're back, baby. We're back. We're back. Kyle forgot that I was going to call him, I think. Uh, Uh-oh. Let's see what – let's see what – they have the four-way. We got the Alex Frage emojis coming in here. <clears throat> and uh, – and just so everybody knows, while while you're waiting here, we are going to be spinning the wheel. I know that uh, that a couple of you guys are, are waiting for that. Um, we've got uh, a Hormesis headband to give away. We've got a couple of these uh, these bands here to give away right here. <clears throat> just came in reversible spick and span bands, um, and uh, Champions Club members are going to be walking away with a set of, uh, of rings here. So it uh, looks like. Um, it's like those guys. Uh, those guys didn't want to uh, to answer. Let's let's ring them again. <clears throat> anyway, but uh, but yeah, we're gonna do cutthroat. Also, wanted to show you guys. I know I know a bunch of you guys. So, Matty, did you hear about the Champions Club uh, membership thing that we're we're releasing? Hey, hey. oh, I there he I'm is. I'm hyping it up for you guys. Thanks, dude. You, you guys have any up, dog? <laughs> What's, What's up, up? dog? <laughs> do you watch that show? What's show? That's uh, I don't know what is it. The some it's like that quirky vampire show. You would love it probably. I don't know. It's show I was watching with the wife for a bit. Twilight? No, definitely not. <laughs> Fuck Twilight. Bro. <laughs> I'm trying to get down on some like emo vampire bullshit. <laughs> Too old for that shit. I went out with this cross-eyed girl for a while. We didn't get um, we didn't get along because we couldn't see eye to eye. <laughs> <laughs> You got any more dad jokes, Dad? How many more dad jokes you got? <laughs> Are you at Disney World also? Uh, I'm at the Disney World of work. <laughs> <laughs> That's his own type of ride. Yeah. yeah. We called you uh, to see what your thoughts were on the layout. What you thought about the what layout? What do you think about the layout, Alex? <laughs> Alex, did you hear the, did you hear the story that I told about you with your goggles fogged up? Reminds me of uh, Indian style. Reminds me of Tampa Bay. 
Yeah, Field One. Kevin Yantosh is right. Field One is Disney World. It's actually more like a carnival. We had glass blowers. We had guys juggling outside. Um, I'm trying to bring it back, man. Yeah. Golf carts, slushies. I saw Billy Zaransky, and that's what I said. It's the Super Bowl of paintball. Drunken slushies, golf carts, funnel cakes. <laughs> oh man! Where you come to get your ass, get your ass kicked by your ass pounded by aftershock? <laughs> Alex, we said that you need a big trench coat, and then you can just open it, and it has like thirty headbands. Dude, it already on that. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. That would be yeah. so sweet. That was, that was Oliver's idea for a while ago. I wanted to do that for Wayne, but like a watch salesman. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, no, I just, I had said that uh, going in, and when you're like, Maddie, I got a present for you, and you open up your bag, it literally looked like, um, what, the inside of the uh, velvet-robed gypsy uh, kiosk would look like at, like, a county fair in, like, 1800. You know what I'm saying? It's just... Uh, just all these, like, all these, the pleasures of the hormesis world, they're all locked inside of your gear bag. Totally. <clears throat> uh, Maddie. <laughs> Gypsy shit. Maddie, <laughs> I want you to think of, before, uh, before we wrap things up uh, uh, at some point in time, I do, I want you to think of a piece of trivia that you could ask everybody who's watching so we can give away one of the prizes to somebody. You don't have to think about it right now, but just think of a piece of trivia that we could, we could use here to, uh, to, uh, uh, give everybody Alex I do want to say thank you for uh, you were my number one fan in the stands this dude week. I love you man I got a fucking pump off of you I that's my I, I just I, I love rooting for people now yeah for some reason like, I don't know why it just it makes me feel good and I, I'm I, the people that I like Maddie Alex was like he was like the only one he's like go Kyle let's go and then uh, I think any of them was like stop being mean to him he's like I'm not I mean it sincerely <laughs> yeah. no sarcasm I legitimately yeah. wanted to crush people yeah. I, I'm, I'm fucked dude I just I'm, I've been to I'm, I'm the boy who cried wolf <laughs> yeah see that's the problem Alex like now you're just this just like glowing positive spirit and you were just the salty that I even said that at the, during the show at one point in time I'm like I got I can't call alex crazy the salty veteran anymore because he's just he's just so happy and so pleasant about everything and so positive he's just he's not salty anymore like, oh, I he's can't salty keep dude. salty veteran he's salty yeah I'm, I, I, it's just a it's just a front the happiness <laughs> <laughs> so so what's the deal kyle you you uh you a free agent I mean, no, I don't know. You're under contract? <laughs> no, I'm not under contract. I mean, I mean, I but, you're, mean, but you're not leaving. No. For the uh, right I'm place. not leaving at the moment, no. Did you fly in a private jet? We did on the way to the tournament. Well, no wonder you're not fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I get it. That was a loaded question. I had the fucking seat right by the shitter in the very back of the plane. <laughs> Swear to God. Yeah. The door open like this in my face every time someone went to the bathroom. <laughs> Got a whiff of their feces. Yeah. You might want to get, you might want to get tested for pink eye, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, we're live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Camille. Oh, they can. She, they can see you. Yeah, we can um, see Camille. Yeah, she's just standing there. They can see that. Funny. <laughs> What's well, funny is Ryan's, uh, is your computer screen, and so, then, like, the series champ NXL thing, and, like, some sort of beer mug, and now no, it's a well, it was water, but, uh, yeah, you guys, so the view that, that everybody sees on the other side of the camera is, uh, 
is this this, this makeshift this 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 gypsy tent of stuff that I I propped up behind me to try to cover up the wall in some way shape or form. I've got my World Cup goggles. I've got uh, a field one. Basically anything. I got a, a pack of Hormesis cards right here. But what you guys are looking at is what looks like a a, a police scene of a spotlight shining on my on the face on a blank wall behind that. And then Camille. Wait, are we really are we on the show right now? Yeah, we're on the show. And oh, Ryan's live from the bathroom. Yeah, I'm, yeah, in, the bath- I'm in the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom at, I'm in the bathroom no, at Disney. He's live. He's live from the uh, the, the uh, every shitty Florida Florida patio that yeah. every mall <laughs> yeah, stayed at. With a terrible yellow screen. light and then a mosquito net probably surrounding yeah, him. So there's a mosquito net all the oh. bugs that are in, live in Florida will come and suck your blood. <laughs> well, the good news is is, is uh, how's how's um, how's your relationship after two days at Disney World? Dude, we crushed it. <laughs> we crushed it. I actually, you know what, you know what got me extra brownie points, especially after uh, Camille enjoying. Uh, uh, the celebration dinner harder than and more excitingly than any other dynasty player on the team aside from Sweetie Kevin. She worked you at that dinner, bro. She yeah. embarrassed the hell out of you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I hit her with the. Uh, uh, we walked around Disney. We did like we did like seven miles, and I hit her with the uh, uh, the massage gun last night on the on the calves and the feet, and she uh, she said she loved me again. I thought that That's you it, dude. Ryan, I gotta hand it to you, man. And you I massaged grown. you too, Alex. I know. I was just gonna talk about that. Ryan has grown so much as a person. Like, oh. I got there and I was like, yeah, yeah my hamstrings are kind of kind of tight, and he's like, lay down on the bed. Here's a popsicle. <laughs> pull your pants down. Yeah, pull your pants down and just uh, <laughs> massage my hammies. And I, it was it was so nice, man. The, the, you know the best part is I that Camille agree. doesn't Camille doesn't know you well enough that when right when you said. Ryan has grown so much as a person. She thought you were actually going to compliment me right there. <laughs> I, 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 I am, said, though. I mean, stop. that's a cool thing to do. You're actually trying to help me before you would have been all weird about that. Yeah. Well, I knew that your your legs were still achy from uh, from Philly. Or from, from Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. He just threw me under the bus about dinner. So, um, yeah. Incoming innuendos. <laughs> <laughs> Incoming. They've been here the whole time, girl. Yeah. Um, so uh, Brent Lestovka uh, said he loved the old man cane walk. Describe your perspective. Oh, that was so good. Descri- describe your perspective. Was the... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I, I was laughing my ass off when he did it. He did it twice. It was great. Um, and then Thanks, he, guys. And yeah, no, said... it was actually inspired by Yoda when he, right before he fights Count Dooku, he like limps in, and then he like. You know, starts doing like twirly whirlies, and then <laughs> and then Brent. Have a video of that? And then I yeah, there, there's a video on the on the webcast. And then Brent also asked, describe how terrified you were while your goggles goggles were fogged up next to Urena and the snake. Then Urena popped up and shot Ryan in the head. Um, how terrified were you when you said, "Oh no, Alex, I shot Ryan," and what what was going on through your head right then? I didn't hear him say shot Ryan. So I was I was laying there next to Mike and literally. My goggles were like fogging and it was like closing in. Like my vision was getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And I knew the guy was right in front of him. So I'm like, all right, here are my two options. If this guy doesn't try to come make a mistake, I've got to go bunker him right now because I've got, you know, maybe 20 seconds left before I'm just completely blind. So <laughs> one eye closed. Yeah, and, and a little... The messed up part is I had, I had ripped the thermal out of my lens because the lens was an older lens. You got it last weekend. Perfect Stop timing. Stop yeah, it. and, and it was a single lens, so there was like no. If once it fogged, it's it's over unless you like wipe it out. So right as it's like tunnel vision co- coming into like this, I um I see the guy's gun come around the corner and I shoot him with a gun. I'm like, get out, whoever it was. Um, who are we playing there? 
Exactly. I'd rather somebody. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I was like, yes, I, I that's I did my job, and then I just the rest of the game, I just I, I was like sitting cross-legged, like trying to like get air into my goggles, and then uh, and then we won the point. I didn't even know Mike shot you. That was a that was nice channeling your inner Davy Williams right there. I shot my guy. So I was yeah, I did. I shot my guy. I'm good. <laughs> oh, For sure. Yeah. <laughs> you should have started doing push ups or something funny. <laughs> one guy did I'll say in the do first one game of the up. finals, um, I slide in there and Billy Bernaccia like runs. A, it's the same situation except he tried to jump into the fifty snake and I was like laying in the little insert part. And so I with the same mask. Yeah, no, I had a new mask. I was like, <laughs> I was all, get out, Billy, on your shoulder. And uh, some guy in the crowd was like, my shot, Alex. <laughs> I was all, thanks. <laughs> you said it to him? Yeah. From the snake? Yeah. That's, I love that. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> Thumbs up. Uh, man. Yeah. Uh, Gunner, Sloan is, Sloan is asleep, which is... Uh, which is why I'm able to able to do this show for so long right now. <laughs> She's got she gets worn out, for sure. Yeah, they brought Sloan to Charlie's and she was like zonked, man. Dude, oh, she man. was ripping it at the paintball tournament, dude. Ripping yeah, she had a lot of energy. She had so much fun. She had more. I don't understand it. Well, she was in dude. her yeah. Paintball is the greatest place for kids. Dude, think about that. Running around, bare feet. You get to play with the paintballs. What like is your kids? What is yeah, your kids love that. Yeah, yeah, Paintball's exactly. fun, man. Pain, pain, oh, so you, 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 su- you summed it up right here. There you go. What was it? You know, I will say, Parmesis, one of the like highlights of my entire weekend was um, helping out with the kids game, under-17 game. Um, it really kind of, you know, puts things into perspective and also gives hope that you don't really see all the time, at least consolidated <laughs> for, like, the future of pro paintball. Like, there's some kids in there that really are aspiring to be pro paintball players one day. Mm-hmm. And... You know, seeing them out there and, and grinding, and I got a couple of really nice messages from a few of the kids afterward. And, um, yeah, it was, like, me, Nick Sloviak, and a couple of the guys, like, out there um, just mixing it up and, and uh, trying to help out. And the funny part was I was trying to help these kids out with their game plan. Like, you know where we're going? He's like, yeah, I'm going here. I'm like, all right, here's what you want to do. You want to, like, take a step out here so this guy can't shoot you. You want to shoot right there. And he's like, he looks at me because I'm pointing at the bunker where he's going to go, and he's like, don't point at it. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, dude. I didn't. I didn't say this, but I was like, "Dude, they can't wait on there. They can't see us." You know, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "I was like, sorry, sorry." <laughs> yeah, yeah that's uh, great. We're, we're walking by, like we're walking by the X Factor guys, and Alex is like, "Okay, I'm gonna go to this bunker." Dude, stop talking right in front of me. <laughs> Dude, Jesus Christ, it's the finals, bro. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, whatever. They know we're going to these spots. God damn it, dude. <laughs> Maddie, a bunch of people are asking, "Did you find those cameras that got stolen or the lenses?" <sighs> God damn it. No, we haven't. Yeah, uh, let it be known. I mm-hmm. fucking hate thieves. And yeah. the second that we got done with the finals, I walked down and our crew was like, do you know what happened to the lenses? And I was like, no, dude, we just finished the finals. He's like, somebody stole. Like, so finally, a red, red camera is incredibly expensive to operate or own. We finally have one to use to try to, you know, make the shit look awesome. And some piece of shit steals lenses, $20,000 worth of lenses. Jesus. So, yeah, there's a reward for that. If you uh, want to contribute to the good of the world instead of contributing to the fuckery of the world, please help us find those lenses. Um, I'll throw some headbands on it if they show up. I wish yeah. we lived back in the day when we just mount a posse and go start searching people's houses. But I just, it drives me crazy. It's like you work your goddamn ass off for so long to finally try to 
build things so we can make things better and look more dope. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then all of a sudden somebody decides to come through and fucking steal twenty thousand dollars worth of lenses. Well, what's crazy? So, what's crazy to me too is it's like it's an inside. It's not. I, mean, I want to call it an inside job, but it's an inside job. It's like these people who complain so much about paintball not making it are the same guys who are like jacking lenses out of the out of the the from from the guys that are trying to make paintball bigger. You know. It was somebody in paintball. Like it's not like some random person drove in there. I mean, there is a possibility, but more than likely, yeah, it was sure. it was a paintball person who was like, "Oh, great!" Like they felt vexed by some reason for some reason, and they would be able to get something over. It's just like such a lousy, lousy thing to do. And it's like, and they're the guys who are preaching grow paintball and like what a tournament paintball do or like what the, the NXL doesn't help anybody or the little guys, you know. And they're over there heisting the lenses from Go Sports, you know. Um, or, or the same people who complain that like, oh, well, you know, I have to walk all the way around. I can't just sneak through the fence here, you know? So, Hey, look, there is good and there is evil in the world. And the longer that I live and the more that I see, the more that I understand, obviously things are incredibly nuanced, but like, this is, we are not some big company that some monolithic institution not fucking stealing from Apple. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and even, and just, and even that just theft in general, I don't know why it is, but it's always driven me crazy, dude. Like thievery is like, you know, some, we, I, some friends that went through, you know, like a, a phase where they're shoplifting or whatever. I can't fucking stand it, dude. I hate people that steal shit. It drives me crazy. It fucks the world up. It makes everything worse. It makes everyone trust people less. Like I can't stand it. So, and this was before this, you know, so to like come down from the high of what an amazing day at Paintball, what a great yeah. weekend, seeing a million people and everything's super cool and everything's great. And it's like, you know, wow, that was probably the best, it might have been the best World Cup I've ever seen. Maybe, you know, the finals was great, didn't go to overtime. Last year's game was arguably more dramatic, even though this one was super fucking dramatic. Um, but uh, but then, you know, it's, it's just, yeah, it's frustrating, dude. Because, yeah. I don't know, that's just, that, that's, that's the truth. So, yeah, yeah there yeah. is a reward out, and, uh... Maybe there's something that can be put together with a lot of, uh, the elites that can drive that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, um, nominate Ryan to give the, uh, person who returns it a, mis- uh, a hamstring massage. A hamstring massage? I hear yeah. they're really good. Yeah. I hear they're I really it. good. I got Top it. Notch. Actually, you guys need to go sit through the offer up. That's how we found my stolen gear bag. Dude, that was amazing. That's story. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't, true. if you haven't rolled that show back, it was, um, I think maybe before the last tournament. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's um, it's a pretty awesome story. Yeah. About these guys doing some uh, mercenary, mercenary justice. <laughs> that was great. I love that. that. Was really good. So <laughs> I honestly wish we could have more of that in the world. I'd be all for that. So if you know who got who has the lenses and you don't want to get the cops involved, just call Edmonton Impact and they will uh, <laughs> they'll roll out in the private jet and they will deliver <laughs> some some Batman style justice. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta jump off. I gotta go to class. Yeah, yeah. No, no problem. No problem. Thanks, Kyle. Um, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up anyway. Maddie's got a Maddie's got a little piece of trivia. Alex has got a couple more jokes, and uh, and everybody else stick with us because we're gonna spin the wheel. We do a little. And then I'm up. sure by next week we're just gonna have the the moves and rumors. Tomorrow, my the next two weeks will probably be rumor weeks. Yeah, Dynasty actually already picked someone up too. That's actually oh, wow. a huge, a huge we draw. Did, yeah. yeah, we picked someone up. We picked up uh, we picked up Bart from Impact. 
So we'll oh, take shit. our private jet. No, no. Um, we did. We did make a pickup. We'll talk about that here uh, in a second. Sorry, Wait, Kyle, you have to go to school. All right. Bye. <laughs> Later, Kyle. Love you. Love you guys. <laughs> See you, Kyle. <laughs> oh, that's great. Later, bro. Um, but yeah, uh, did you stop pointing at stuff? What was your favorite ride, Crunch? Um, so, <laughs> thanks, babe. <laughs> My favorite ride was, uh, well, I sent, I sent, we did the lightning round, the lightning, uh, lane stuff, and I, I got Camille on the, uh, the flight of the avatar and the um, uh, Everest experience today, and she was she was a big fan of of the uh, the avatar ride. Sloan and I crushed it on Goofy's barnstormer. Did you like that roller coaster? Dude, she loves roller coasters. She was trying to fight the 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 person to try to get back on the thing. She didn't want to wait <laughs> her mind. No, no, I want to go Dude, again. I was so scared of it. No, she loved the role. She was terrified of Pirates of the Caribbean. Don't bring a three-year-old on Pirates of the Caribbean. That was terrifying. Um, but yeah, she crushed it on the roller coasters, dude. If she could have gone on Space Mountain or the or Matterhorn or all of that stuff, she would have been she would have been in there uh, every every second. But that is no. pretty perceptive of you as a dad, though, to be able to see like through her eyes on a on something like Pirates of the Caribbean how frightening that could possibly be. Oh, you know? I didn't I didn't actually see her through the eyes. I just had a camera in her face the whole time, so I just kind of re, re reviewed the videos. I didn't wasn't actually watching her. Yeah, I knew you were a scumbag. <laughs> just joking. No, I'm joking. No, yeah, I, we know. Were, I know. We were. <laughs> well, as soon as the uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean little the the skull came on with the red eyes, like right when you pull into it. I was like, oh, no. And then she was like, oh, my God. We just kept seeing the dog. Luckily, there was a dog in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride that we kept uh, we kept reminding her that the dog's okay. It's just like Rose. <laughs> you know that dog is supposedly um, based off of Walt Disney's actual dog. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, no, there's some really cool stuff. There's really cool stuff. Um, uh, it's, been a, it's been a fun time, and Sloan, Sloan has loved every second of it. She's... Uh, She's been ripping at at 110%. Every time she gets a little tired, she wants either a donut or like some sort of french fries or a snack and then she just gets she's completely energized again. It's crazy. <laughs> it's the worst she's ever eaten. Yeah, she doesn't she hasn't been eating incredibly healthy out here even though we pack we we uh, we pack a bunch of, of healthy snacks. She needs she needs the she needs the unhealthy sugar to get in there and and get some more energy. <laughs> So, All right, dude. Well, good job uh, taking taking it down at uh, Disney World. I wish I was with you guys. Yeah, next next year we're gonna we're gonna do that. So, um, but uh, yeah, thanks thanks for uh, yeah, and Maddie, you can join next year too. Monty's gonna be right in the wheelhouse. That's right. I feel like we. I, I mean, I'm all like I. My mom used to actually uh, kick her legs up at Disneyland for a job. She worked at the, as a can can dancer at the Golden Horseshoe Review, getting her master's degree from Irvine. So I grew up knowing, uh, or my mom knew people that worked at Disney, like the Disneyland in Southern California. And I love Disneyland. I've been there in years. But I'm a firm believer in, like, I feel like you, if you're taking kids to Disneyland before they're probably, I mean, how old is Sloan now? She'll be three on December 5th. Yeah, I feel like that's right. That's, I mean, she's obviously going to enjoy the hell out of it. And that's kind of my earliest memories are around three. But Monty's 14 months. I feel like two. I feel like I need like another two years you're before right. he'll actually yeah, no, you're, remember you're, you're it. You're right. You're you're dead on on that. And, oh, and, and if and that's fine if you still want to take your kid there, but you're doing it for you. Like yeah. some, like I, there's some. I know some parents. I'm not going to name any names. They're like, oh, you know, 
so-and-so really wants to go to Disneyland. I'm like, so-and-so is 16 months old. So-and-so doesn't know shit about Disneyland. You know, like, you want to go to Disneyland. And that's fine. That's totally fine. Adults can love Disneyland, too. Again, we all grow up, you know, hopefully if you had a chance to go there, that's fine. But as far as for Monty, I feel like he's going to, like, three is that's, kind of this is it. Yeah. Like right around that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She might not remember it, but she had a blast, dude. She had so much fun. Um, yeah, so I'm, totally. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for her. And, and how much fun she had. So, yeah, we're we're pumped. We're headed home tomorrow. And uh, and uh, we thank everybody for, for giving us all the great comments throughout. I had to, um, obviously, manage a bunch of the things that were going on uh, within us winning. And like, this, this, has been, this has been one of the most incredible weekends or weeks. Of, dude, how uh, the hell did we win, bro? Like, what's up I don't know. That? Dude, I don't know how the hell we did it, bro. I, I, I'll break it down intricately for you, Alex. Watch Four <laughs> Sundays. I'm about to do a bunch of shit ton of narration for it. But uh, I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what, though. Like, there's, like, a belief, I feel like, and a vibe going that is just, like, super positive for our team right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just people just wanted us to win. Well, Alex, that was, and, that's great you say that, too, because the, the, the speech that you gave all of us, um, at the at like right before we got, you're like, hey Ryan, should I get everybody hyped up? Should I get everybody hyped up? And I was like, yes. Um, when I hear more about this speech, what did you say? Well, he was just like he summed it up great. He was like, everybody's rooting for us. Like the the cosmos, the, the the universe is on our side. And like he was like, you know what? Even the guys on X Factor want us to fucking win. You know? And it was like, I agree. <laughs> it was it was uh, it was a powerful speech just in general. Um, but like the power of belief was there and he was right you know like everybody was rooting for us everybody was on our side like there there are people who are not dynasty fans and we understand that we and and we appreciate that like people just don't like us because for whatever reason you win too much you don't win enough um you're too good you're not good enough like there's all these reasons why people are fans of one organization or another and we're always appreciative of everybody who's a fan of paintball in general i don't we don't care if you're a fan of Dynasty or not, we love you more if you are, but we love you all the same to the, to the most part, but uh, the way that Alex had said it was like, the people there, the people at the front gate, the people, doesn't matter if you're parking a car, you're playing against us, you're in the stands, like, you guys, the universe wants us to win this weekend, and it was all in there, and you know, it, it was great, uh, and, it, and it, it was funny just like looking at Marcelo's face too, because Marcelo came in with a little bit of doubt um, losing Dalton, uh, uh, he he wasn't he wasn't grasping the field layout and that everything, and we just kept saying like, Dude, don't worry about it, like everything's gonna be fine, man. And he just kept looking at us and he goes, why are you guys not worried ever? And Alex is like, because dude, we're it's it gonna be fine. It, it doesn't, you know? Worrying doesn't make it better. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> never, and the, never as, makes it better. <laughs> as we were making, I'm worried. I'm worried round. about a lot of shit these days, and <laughs> the paintball tournament is not one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and honestly, it's like. You know, I I felt like a sense of ease and and looseness to the team. Like Brandon Short was there. I didn't go to practice. Like you know, Skinny's got a very like laid back attitude about stuff, and that just I feel like lends itself to playing loose and having a good time. And if if you win, great. If you lose, you you know, it's like you're getting pizza if you lose, and you're getting pizza if you win. It doesn't matter. So, so you know, it's like it's like little league. And, and you go out there and, and do that, and you, and you play, especially on this field, was a field where making moves was rewarded. And yeah. it was not a rigid type of field. It was a field where there was creative creative stuff you could do all over the place. So, you know, if a, if a guy tried to move and it didn't work, do it again. You know, try, 
differently next time. Not you idiot. What were you thinking? You know, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of teams, I feel like, and players have that rigidity. And you can see that when you're, you know, around the pits or, or around these guys, certain teams and certain players, um, you know, I don't want to say take it too seriously, but are playing in a, a way that's so rigid, it's uh, almost creates a deficit. Well, I think that that's actually a very interesting outlook on it because if you look at every single one of your games, you guys won every game, but you allowed teams to put points. The only beating you put on anybody was on AC Dallas. And, you know, and before, Ryan, you were like, yeah, but we should have won this point. We should have done that. We did that, but you didn't. We didn't. You know, you guys would allow the team to make a move or something bad would happen or whatever, but... And that, and it's also, I think it's really cool for historical perspective and just in general because what we came to, when I talked to all these teams and players and all these coaches doing my homework, like, okay, how does the field play? Is it going to play fast? Is the snake side this? Blah 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 blah. And we're talking about all of this different stuff, and almost every top level pro and all the top level coaches that I talk to about this specifically out there, like, man, it's kind of like a yeah. We think it's going to play this way, but it, they almost all of them are like, but yeah, it's also kind of like a play paintball kind of feel. So I think it's super fitting that you guys ended up winning the just, oh, this is like the play paintball kind of field because you guys gave up points. You know, you guys, it was a one extra, then it was a one point game against Infamous, and then you let damage put up two, two to five. Uh, and then you guys, you know, have aftermath is that you guys, they put up points on you. But all the way down, except for the game against AC Dallas, who is getting relegated and they're the worst team this year. Every other team essentially, like, you know, put points up against you guys. But you guys are just better. So, yeah, like, okay, like you said, a move doesn't work out. Okay, whatever. Let's just go out and let's do it. we'll do it better next time. And every single dude stepped up for you guys. Mm-hmm. And it was also cool that you guys, you know, you didn't go starting five into that, into that final match. Yosh got spins, Mike got spins, Brandon got spins. Brandon hasn't played paintball in three years, you know, and he went out there and was getting spins <laughs> in the finals and contributing. I mean, you know, we can't even, can't even determine who the goddamn MVP is because everyone's playing so fucking good. Like, it was really cool. Like, that's ideal. That's, like, best-case scenario from your guys' perspective. Not for mine, but, <laughs> I mean, I guess as a fan. But, uh, but, I, but it was just, uh, you know, it was just so good. It was just, like... I'm just like, Jesus Christ, okay, well, like, Marcel is playing now as the attacker on the D side, and, like, Ryan's kind of everywhere, Alex is, and the, the, the trading with Urena again, but they're both, you know, you had some big moments, Alex, Urena had some huge moments, Blake played his ass off, obviously, Yosh had huge moments, too, he had, like, a couple crucial kills, there was, I can't remember which point, <laughs> I'd have to go to my notes, but, uh, Yosh, like, had a huge moment where he held up meter long enough so that Marcella could go hit the buzzer. That was a cru- that was a crucial point. Yosh was crushing it. It was just literally everyone contributes. So <laughs> that's like, are you kidding me, dude? Like it just it doesn't. It's it just re- kind of reminds me of um. It's a weird reference, but I've always I love this reference because if anyone hasn't seen the Eagles documentary about the band the Eagles, not the football team the Eagles, go and watch it. It's a two parter. It's fucking miraculous. It, it, it will remind any paintball player of Dynasty, but there's a moment where, like, the crazy, like, room-trashing, gnarly rock star guy, in the beginning, they're one of their uh, guitar players, he's, like, becomes the philosophical sage throughout the entire documentary, even though he was, you know, the, the crazy dude, Joe Walsh. And so he's like, yeah, it's weird, man. You know, he's an old man now. He's probably going to die in a couple years, but and, and, and Glenn Fry already died. 
But he's like, you know, it's weird because while it's happening at the time, it seems like pandemonium and chaos. But when you look back at it, it seems like a finely crafted novel. And your guys' road now through two World Cup victories in two years and three wins in five events, it really is like a finely crafted novel. Especially with you guys almost shit out the first event, took 10, lose Tyler, Heat wins. I mean, it, it looks like God himself came down to craft a dope paintball story. And you guys are the protagonists mm. in this particular era. So, you know, thank you to the cosmos or the paintball gods or God or the Tao or Buddha or whatever uh, deity you like to thank for cool shit. But, or yourselves, you know, maybe it's uh, the opposite. Maybe you guys just willed this into your reality and there is none of those things. Whatever it is, it's dope. And I'm, I'm, pretty, sure it, I'm pretty sure it's Commander Mo. Oh, yeah, or, we'll take that. Or it's Gordy's Gibbs Dynasty fan ever. Or and your he, pops. Yeah, or Big Rich. I will say, um, you know, some of the, uh, some of the uh, best, or at least best games or moments from the tournament for me, watching our guys, or the, the, the moments that I got the biggest pump, are points that we lost. And where guys were, like, fighting from a two-on-four position and, like, giving us a chance to win. And when, you, when those moments are happening, even if you don't win them all, you know that they're going to hit sometime. You know, you know you're going to hit one in a big moment, and if the guys are playing like that, I don't know. I think that's Skinny why I Kevin, when I'm playing craps. I think yeah, I think Skinny <laughs> Kevin may have pressed the buzzer one time all weekend, and that was against X Factor in one of those games. Yeah. Um, other than that, we we afforded ourselves a chance to win the point even when we were down, and didn't put that pressure on him to hit the buzzer. Um, you know, or if he did hit the buzzer, the point was completely over. It wasn't like a situation where, you know, he was like, uh-oh, you know, it's three on five and we're down points. What do I do? You know, we never let that happen. So I think the team is, you know, really kind of zeroed in on, like, this philosophy. And, and um, yeah, it lended itself to that field as well. And, um, yeah, I think uh, there are definitely ghosts out there this weekend, man. I was thinking about that. I was kind of like – reflecting on things before one of the games and I, I felt like like my ghost was out there from 2001 you know like, even though <laughs> I'm not dead I, you know I felt Brad like we, we were talking about Ryan and I were talking about like Brad and like running the flag back against Aftershock right like I, I saw that like out, out like out there I saw that in my mind like happening still in that area in, in that you know I know we're not in the same exact location, but this tournament has that history and, you know, in that time and place, parallel universes or whatever you want to call it, you know, it it exists somewhere in time and space. And, um, you know, I was feeling like I was like we were like tapping into that all weekend, you know, and I was talking to Oliver and, you know, he was he was like wishing he was here and like it was like, you know, like magical feelings. That that, that what, video, like, it's kind of what it looked like, dude. It's that video that Verbal like. posted was hilarious. Uh, of you facetiming Oliver, and it was like when you call your homie to to tell him you won World Cup, and it was it was you talking <laughs> was a, to Oliver. That was that was probably my my favorite favorite post of the entire weekend. You know, <laughs> when he you was call, like he was so stoked about it. He was like, "Yeah, you guys did it. How are you guys still doing this, this and that?" And then I hand the phone to Ryan, and he looks at Ryan and says, "How how, how did you not get the golden barrel, idiot? <laughs> you can't even give him a couldn't even give him a congratulations. Like I had to like dig right straight in. <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah. And I was like, please come back and help me, help me. Ryan's yeah. bullying me. <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, that was great. This was this was this was one for the record books. I mean, I, obviously, we're gonna be saying the same thing next year when we win World Cup, uh, and we said the same thing last year. But this one was this one was special because obviously. You know, it, and I, I think I titled this thing like Deja Vu, and it wasn't a fluke because obviously uh, the 2020 World Cup win, there was a small asterisk over the top of that because there were sure. in the series win because there For were only sure. two events. There, was, sure. uh, there were a bunch of guys that were missing from the event, and Fedorov, most notably from Heat, was missing. A bunch of the Revo guys were, were not there. Colt Roberts wasn't there. But there were a lot of guys that didn't come to World Cup last year, and so you're always like, there's a stain on the on the. Not a stain, but there's a there's an asterisk over over that win, um, but this one right here was was huge. Obviously, Chicago was massive, but going back to back from Chicago to this, and then back to back World Cups and World Championships, there's there's now like that asterisk asterisk can almost be taken away just because of this repeat, um, and and I, that's why I think that this is incredibly special. And, and the fact, like Maddie, you said, is everybody stepped up. It wasn't like one person's win. It wasn't like someone, for instance, Heat playing in, Fedorov playing incredibly well in Philly. That was just like there was no doubt in anybody's mind who the 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 number one guy was there uh, to to carry the team. But this was like clearly and 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 truly a team effort that brought all of us there, and it was a grind, and that's what everybody's excited. You know, my mom always says too. She's like, why is it? Why is it? Why do you guys always just like make it so hard? I'm like, well, you know, and Johnny Perchek, same thing. He's like, dude, what are you idiots doing? Why do you guys blow it so much? I'm like, dude, Johnny, go sports. <laughs> Go Sports pays us to make sure that we let everybody back in the game so we make the games interesting. <laughs> hey, Ryan, I'm gonna, here's the $100 bill, baby. You should make it super dramatic, okay? You're not only Alex, every match it within Alex, one point. I will send you when you're hungover anytime you want, Alex. I swear to God, just please, just make it super dramatic. I'll hold you whatever you need. <laughs> if, you do, if, you, if anybody ever needs to be talked down off of a horrible hangover, uh, call Maddie. He'll, uh, he'll bring you back. <laughs> And shout out to uh, shout out to Dylan Boyum. I see him in the in the comments there. That's my boy on DMG. I'm looking for. I love Dylan Boyum. Yeah, big things out of those guys in the future. You know, they kind of are in a rebuild, getting some young talent in there. And, and um, you know, I feel like um, you know, even though they didn't make Sunday, there was a lot of positive things that took that I was watching them over the weekend. And um, yeah, I think uh, there's a, there's a bright future for that team. Awesome. Right on. Right on. Awesome. Well, um, we got we got to wrap it up because we're we're coming up on two and a half hours here. Uh, and I yeah, I got I got a text from my wife. She's like, "How's it looking?" I'm like, uh, I think "We're gonna be done pretty soon." How's it looking? That's it. Uh, Camille's been standing here staring at me for the last forty five minutes. <laughs> this is a good one, though. This is a good one. I'm this is this is a good one, dude. Um, I'm stoked. So, Maddie, do you have you thought of any bit of trivia? I do want to give something away. I've got. Uh, um, I, I thought about this long and hard. Uh, and Alex, I I hate to regift this, but. Uh, nobody in the house plays cards, and uh, this would just be sitting in my in my uh, dresser until someone until Sloan pulled the cards out of here. But this is a uh, let's open this up. This is a pack of Hormesis cards right here, and oh, this thing. Tight. Th no, no, no. Tight is an understatement. How nice these things are. Um, I'm opening these things right now because even though Camille says, well, yeah, Camille just tried to grab them from you. I know. I don't know what she was doing, but uh, these are these are some of. And I thought like, I mean. Everything that Hormesis makes obviously is, is 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 special and really nice. But I saw these cards and um, Sloan Sloan's gonna lose these things if I leave them at the house. But like I, I don't know, is this real gold on these things? Real gold? I don't know. The answer is yeah, of course yeah, it is. Course gold twenty four carat. But I mean, like these are like real. Oh. These are real like super 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 nice cards. Um, and I know that a lot of guys wanted them, and it comes in this special box. So we're gonna give these things away, uh, Maddie. I would love for you to 
come up with a bit of trivia so that everybody who's watching the show right now uh, can guess on this. And then uh, I have some wheel spins. I'm going to give away a couple of these Spick and Span bands. Um, I've got uh, the, uh, <clears throat> the, the headband giveaway from Dalton. Um, that's going to go for Cutthroat. And then uh, I've got uh, a coin duel that I'm going to give away as well. Coin duel coin. So, Maddie, um, if you can think, think of any... Okay, yeah, so I have... So I'm just wondering... Uh, I have a different... A bunch of... I was thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, how... how I just, I'm just wondering how knowledgeable your fans are because I don't want to throw out, like, a piece of trivia and then no one knows the answer to it, so I feel like I need to keep it... Well, you can always give you know, hints. No, they're yeah. pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah, Maddie. and these guys... I everybody figured, here is, is badass, dude. These guys... Uh, I, you, it will probably be, be guessed in... in in seconds, seconds, if not, yeah, it, yeah, minutes, if not seconds, yeah. Okay, um, well, I was, it just, you know, I was thinking, I was like, you know, different histories of you guys, and I remember that, you know, that, that famous book that just came out, and I remember one of the more compelling stories of these origin stories was uh, you and Yosh kind of being from the same place, so I think if, you know, I think this one might be a pretty simple dynasty piece of trivia for hardcore fans, but... If somebody could tell me uh, the hometown of both you and Yosh, where you guys used to uh, sling, you know, like tennis balls dipped in mud, um, mm -hmm. you know, slingshots, where you guys are just out there. San Diego is not the answer. No, that's Mario. my hometown, and that's where he currently lives. Mir Michael Island is Cruz. The, uh, Michael Cruz. Christ. We already got it. We already got it. Michael Cruz. Michael Cruz. That was quick, dude. Yeah. Really no, these quick. guys are on it, bro. Uh, Michael As I Cruz, like to call it, Sebasta low end of the gene pool. I was going to say that, too. I was going to beat you, too. Yeah. It's actually better being from Sebastopol than it is from being a Mill Valley asshole like Alex and Oliver. They just grew up with that. you got to come up with a better name. <laughs> it's really hard to pronounce. It's a European battle, uh, battleground area. It but, is. Um, it is. It yeah. is. It's Sebastopol, that's true. Sebastopol, yeah. the V with the V. Yep, there it is. Michael Cruz. Was that Russian? Yes. It's, uh, well, it's, I believe it's uh, Ukraine. Ukrainian, yeah, but Russia decided there, to take it over because they needed the yeah. strategic port. Yeah, there was an interesting. There is an interest. There's a lot of interesting history around the original Spashful, but um, and I don't know why. Well, probably because the Russians came down and owned that part. Whatever. That's a. I don't know the history lesson right now. Congratulations to Michael Cruz. Uh, Thank you, you Matty. Faster than anyone else. Yeah. And Matty, congratulations to you, man. You. I mean, I don't know how you sit up there for ten hours a day and just know, right? bake and fry and just you're able to like uh, emote just like a master up there. So, um, you know, it's more demanding than any other sportscast, and uh, you uh, you nail it every time. So. Uh, big shout out to you, man. I appreciate um, that. It's uh, I love my job and it means a lot to me because I love the sport. So I just try to you know get in the flow state, baby, and just keep it rolling. Keep it rolling, baby. To, keep it rolling. Yeah, try to try to enjoy myself. Right on. Thank you, Maddie, dude. You're you're the man. I appreciate you. And let's uh, let's get the fam together and do dinner. Well, actually, no. Let's leave the kids. Let's get the wives together and go do dinner when I get back. That would be that would be <clears throat> ideal. Yeah. To be honest, I would love that. Because <laughs> yeah. as much as I love your child and as much as I love my child, it would be totally dope if we could get just the wives together and go do something. Let's that do would it. be even better. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's do it. Let's get you out of Arizona and, and come visit. What if you just left the wives and just went with you two guys? Santee, bitch. It's not Arizona. Well, it's pretty much Arizona. Pretty much anything east of the uh, the 15 is Arizona for everyone who lives in Pacific Beach. Uh -huh. I get it. Yes, oh. and then come down to San Diego, Alex, so we can all hang out again. Please. We're not bringing the wives. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alex, really quickly, a bunch of people are asking when uh, Silver Coins will be back up on the CoinDuel website. 
Oh yeah, I can. Throw, I I just got some. I'm gonna throw them back up there. I'll uh, I'll throw them back up in the next couple of days. All right, guys. So check, check back. Yeah. yeah, check back this week. I I just I had the coins. I just didn't have the packaging, so I just got some more. Okay, cool, cool. Corn Duel yeah. coins will be up for sale. I'm actually gonna give one away uh, today. I won one off of somebody uh, just the other day. So I'm Here, gonna... if people want one, I'll throw some up right now. Hold on a second. Um, <clears throat> on the website. Points. Are you putting? Yeah, it? I need to. I need to figure out who's gonna go on the next one. Oh I wow! Maybe Shane. I thought we fig- uh-huh. I thought we figured that out. I thought it was gonna be Shane. Yeah. Okay, Shane. I got some Dude, black I, coins. I, I gotta get a good. I gotta get a good picture of Shane. Um. Yeah. You gotta use one. Say. You gotta use one from an old JT magazine. Hit up Don. Hit up Don Widmer. Please yet let Yosh know that I need my other gold coin, Alex. From our, our, our yeah. golf duel. And, uh, and, and, and Daryl... I have yet to got paid for that, for that golf duel. Shane Pistana, oh. yeah, yeah. And uh, and and uh, Daryl Trent owes me a black coin also because I beat him at fantasy football uh, twice. All right, go grab some coins. They're up there now. All right, the coins are up on the Coin Duel website. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Maddie, uh, very much for joining us. Batteries are about to die. I got to spin some wheels and uh, and give these guys what they came for. I got one, uh, one, one cutthroat going. Hey, thanks for including me, man. It was a hell of a weekend. Thanks, Alex. You're the man. See you guys. Bye. All right. See you guys. Love you. Peace. <clears throat> All right, guys. <clears throat> Thanks, everybody, for for sticking with me, with us, tuning in for for this is one of this one's for a record book. This is almost as long as the uh, the when Oliver joined us. <clears throat> so I want to thank everybody. I want to thank the Hilton here for having Wi-Fi good enough to be able to pro- broadcast this for for two and a half hours. Um, I'm gonna get right into it, guys. Um, I've got, uh, I'm going to give away three sets of these brand new Spick and Span bands. These should be up on the Spick and Span site along with some shirts. Um, and we got some Dynasty merchandise going up there, uh, on the DynastyPaintball.com site as well. Some, uh, some 21 years of winning, something like that. I've seen some, some proofs. Uh, also I'm going to give away a couple signed cards. <clears throat> We've got the Hormesis headband. Michael Cruz just won the, uh, signed card. I'm going to give away one coin duel coin signed uh as well and then if you guys have not already checked out dynastypaintball.com make sure you guys go on there and uh and get your ch- enter in to uh we'll join and then uh we're gonna be giving away uh series championship rings uh, in december also uh there was something up here that i wanted to show somebody uh, but i don't know which thing it was cards are going out <clears throat> anyway uh never mind I'm going to jump over here and spin the wheel. Oh, yeah, that's right. These headbands, if you guys are already, I know a bunch of you guys uh, didn't get a chance to get on the planet drop, but uh, if you are a, uh, a Dynasty Paintball Champions Club member, this is coming month three. So in March, you are going to be expecting this. I know you guys paid for three months in uh, uh, to begin with. Off the break, you pay for three months, but uh, you're going to be getting a really cool curated box with a members-only jacket, shirt, patch, bands, um, you get uh, a, a members-only car that's going to give you exclusive access to uh, on-site venue, access to VIP booths and stuff like that. This is month three, and uh, and we've got a ton of awesome gifts. We've got uh, grand prize stuff coming out. Your signature series force coming weekend one, or sorry, month one. Uh, these these are going to be coming uh, next month. Actually, we're just going to give these things away right away. That's an extra added bonus. So Dynasty, Dynasty Champions Club. Uh, if you do the annual Maui Rockstar, you are the man, and you're here, so you're here to get Cutthroat going. So let me go ahead and real quickly, let me jump over to the second screen wheel. Uh, let me populate it, wheel of names. Uh, I'm going to make it big here, full screen. 
So everybody who is a member of the channel, you guys are all, uh, let me see if I can even do this. Is there a second monitor? There is no second monitor because I only have one screen here. So what I'm going to do, uh, you're just going to have to <clears throat> trust me here as I go through. I'm spinning the wheel. For everybody who is a member of the show, you are eligible to win. We're going to do Cutthroat right after this. Stephen Perry is winner number one. This is going to be a, uh, a set of bands. <clears throat> winner number two for a set of the Spick and Span bands. All Mega Support Status members. These are going to be coming in your upcoming gift giveaway bag along with Craig Baxter is not coming in the bag, but... Uh, you guys are all going to be getting this along with uh, a sticker sheet courtesy of Island Designs and James. So you guys are going to be getting some cool stuff coming up here in a couple of weeks. Also, I want to make sure that everybody knows, and the final winner is Mr. Simo. Um, and then I'm going to do two more spins. So again, if I have your address, if you guys are uh, members of the site, if you guys are supporters of the site, make sure that I have your addresses uh, so that way I can send you some stuff. Um, the next winner is Ben Kenna. K-E-N-N-A. Uh, make sure I have your guys' addresses. Um, so that way I can send your gifts, even if you are not present to win. And again, I appreciate everybody who listens on Spotify um, or any kind of streaming service. Uh, Michael Simon, you just won... Some signed cards. Also, everybody who won last week, uh, if you were one of the five people who got the special grab bags, you were going to be getting some beanies. I got some Field One beanies uh, coming to you guys. Uh, HK and Brandon Short are going to be sending me some other stuff. Coin Duel Coin is going to Mr. Adam Lawrence. Congratulations, Adam Lawrence. All right. So, next up, we have everybody. So, uh, Real Cujo. How do we know if you have our the addresses? Make sure that you um, you send me your address uh, via email, ryangreensman18 at gmail.com. Yes, and Mr. Simo. I did say Simo. Uh, cool. There we go. Uh, TRG Goat, make sure I have Simo's uh, address, please. We're going Cutthroat right now. Cutthroat is for mega, super mega support status members only. Um the way that Cutthroat is going to work is, let me give an air horn. Cutthroat is going, um, this is going to be courtesy of Mr. Dalton Gilbert. Donated a Dragonfly Pollinator Series Hormesis headband. If you are a super mega support status member right now, then your name is on the list. If you joined just today, your, number, your name is on the list. Um... <clears throat> There is not going to be, let's see here. Uh, yep, what I'm going to do is, is the internet really slow? <laughs> okay, I have the wheel here of all of the super mega support status members. So first of all, I want to thank all of you for very much for the support. Okay, um, and I want to thank everybody who has donated to the show uh, today, especially Alpha Dog <coughs> um, and... Uh, especially everybody who has donated to the show. What I'm going to do is I'm going to spin it on the outside. I'm going to announce the name three times, and then uh, I'm going to count down. And if you are here and present, then you get to win. 
Unfortunately, you're not going to be able to see the window, uh, the wheel spin because I don't have the second monitor because we're on vacation. So the wind, the wheel is spinning, and the first, <laughs> first name is Maui Rockstar. You are here. You are present. Let's get it. I'm going to give it one, two, three, but I know because I see you. Maui Rockstar is the first winner. I'm going to screenshot this right now. I'm going to send you guys a picture just so you guys know that it is, uh, it is all legit. Maui Rockstar, congrats, my man. Here it is. Uh, <clears throat> let's just put it up here. This is what I'm looking at on my screen. Let me see. Uh, I know you're here, Mr. Maui Rockstar. Um, you are... Whoop, where'd it go? So here is the, uh, the feed, the live feed. Here's the YouTube, and then here is the wheel that just spun. Let's put my hand over there. Maui Rockstar getting a fat air horn and an insanely cool, nice headband. Cutthroat. That was the fastest cutthroat. Jamie, you're right. But, dude, you guys, I love cutthroat. I love all you guys. We appreciate uh, um, everybody's support. <clears throat> and um, uh, I will get you guys a ton more giveaways coming up uh, soon. Uh, again, I love everybody's support, and next week we're going to be announcing the winners from the charity. The charity raffle was a massive, incredibly insane uh, success, so thank you guys all for your support. It sold out. I didn't actually add any more uh, raffle tickets because I wanted to make sure that everybody got a chance to win. I've got like 20 or 40. I've got a, ton, I've got a box full of giveaways. Um, uh, Island Designs, James came through big. Hormesis came through big. <clears throat> I've got a ton of stuff that I'm going to be giving away next week. I'm going to announce all the winners next week before i head to dallas for black friday at giant party sports so everybody who's in texas giant party sports if you guys want to meet sloan sloan and camille will be there at uh, giant party sports the the retail shop on friday for black friday dalton gilbert thank you so much for the uh headband guys uh, you're awesome gunner dixon in three months is your birthday hopefully it falls on a tuesday so we can say happy birthday live on the show uh, everybody else, Paul Vince, Vincent, Patches, we love you too, man. You're, you're awesome. And uh, Rocco, I'll try to get some uh, some goggle straps for you guys to give away. But in the meantime, stay safe, have a great week, and I will see you on Tuesday of next week. Huge show next week and uh, giving away a bunch more stuff, and, and we'll be announcing the total tally from the, the year's worth of charity drives. Also, we're going to pick three charities. One is going to go to uh, Veterans. <clears throat> the other one is going to probably go to Feed the Homeless. Uh, and then the third one is going to be going to the winner's choice. So whoever wins the very first raffle ticket is going to pick where their charity donation wants to go. So uh, we're going to be giving away over $1,000 to each charity. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, everybody out there for the support. Thank you, Camille. Thank you, Sloan, for sleeping in and Camille letting her do this uh, and everybody else out there. You guys all rock. Congratulations, Maui Rockstar. Gilbert, your address, and you will have a fresh headband arriving in Maui just in time for the sun to come out. You guys all rock. Thank you very much. And I will see you later.